Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello. Michael Jamiani. Hey, yeah. And Brandon Jones. Yeah! And hmm. on the switcher, Ian Hink. Hi. Jones? That was a good yeehaw. Thank you. Uh,. Something's rubbing off on you. Let's play Recruit Me. This is where patrons of Easy Allies submit RPG characters to join our party. The submission comes from Dav. I am a skeletal insect. My weapon is a rugged blade that inflicts enemies with pervasive dread. (laughs) When I initiate combat, I never lose my stance, but every time I get attacked... I must move two spaces back to grease my bones. <laughs> my name is Aunum. Would you have me join this party? Whoa, with the name I need again. Spelling? O-U-N-U-M. Is that something backwards or something? Onum, yeah. Onum. Onum. Uh, this is a blue-collar fighter. I'm in. Recruit. 100%. He's it's putting bad. in the time. He's greasing his bones. He's got a... <laughs> He's got a trusty, <laughs> like, trusty, rugged blade. How do spaces work? Yeah. In. Uh, we have spaces. We, we have a grid system. How big is it? Is it like yeah. 10 feet? Five, or like six, six, five, six. five feet. Five feet. It's one five, unit, Jones. Five, okay. Yeah, yeah one two unit. unit. 16 yes. grid. I'm in. Jones, are you in? I can't think of anything bad. No, that sounds very exciting. And I think yeah. purely, I think even before the dread begins, this sounds like an intimidating creature. You know, it's something a that's skeletal uh, insect. Yeah, if all of us dopey nerds come along, and then we got this dude on our team. Whoa! The, the rugged Where'd blade they pick that guy up that inflicts pervasive dread. Yeah, I want that in real life. That's a weapon. Yeah. I also, per- he says he's an insect, but not what insect? Yes. So it's kind. Of, I just imagine everything. I yeah. think it's big too. I think it's like it's a big also roach like seven insect. feet tall. Yeah. Also, yeah. like insects don't have skeletons, so it's just right. kind of like terrifying in yeah. like an existential yeah. sort of praying mantis vibes. Absolutely, Damiano, are you in? They have exoskeletons. I mean, but it's very spooky sounding. Mm-hmm. But uh, don't hose us must- on this one. Uh oh. <laughs> wow, they must have gone through a lot to get that weapon. Yes. So oh, good, I, okay. I admire that. Yeah. So I think they would be a very valuable asset. Yeah. Onum, you're in the party. Nice. At the end of the podcast, we will see if Onum survives. <laughs> you should just say, at the end of the podcast, we will kill Onum. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we got a chance. <laughs> There's a always chance. a chance. There's a chance. A 40% chance. I that's public too, now. Kyle. Thanks for asking. Sorry? Huh? I thought you were in. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah I could tell you were in from the oh, start. Okay, you could tell. You yeah, could yeah. Tell. Um, let's do corrections. Begin corrections music, please. We had a lot of people defend OLED TVs and say they're perfectly fine for gaming. Just, you know, like, it's, I play games all the time on my OLED TV, no burning, it's fine. And also the Vita's first screen was OLED. Yeah. So, yeah, it's doable. The Switch could potentially have an OLED screen. Oh. It wouldn't be a big deal. Omar plays on OLED and it looks amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Insane. There's a lot of, there was a lot of crazy. refuting of that. HDR on there is crazy. Uh, there was more refuting of how, oh, we said, like, you know, in Hollywood, everybody's in the union, no crunch time. A lot of people from post-production and visual effects came in and oh, said, yeah, oh, totally, yeah. no, we don't have a union, and it's horrible. Yeah. yeah, so it sounds like, yeah, if you're an editor, if you're in post-production, if you're doing visual effects, CG yeah. stuff, it can be right up to the deadline crunch I time. I there was an like editor's nuts. union. Maybe editor's union, for I sure, but there is no, no visual effects oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Hmm. Um... It is called The Magic Number. Damiani, you were correct. There are three Taylor Swift songs in Band Hero. Love Story, You Belong to Me, and Picture to Burn. I said there were two. 
Picture to Burn, I could not remember for the life of me. That mm. one did not... Re- I don't want, not like the song. Didn't stick to me. Even though I probably played that song 50 times. Didn't stick. Don't care for it. And, oh, not all games have crunch. I said, yeah, all games have crunch. And people are like, not all games have crunch. Look at this list. All big games have crunch. All huge, big budget, big publisher games have crunch. There are exceptions to that even. It is safer to assume that your game has crunch than it is not to. Is what I'm saying. I'll buy that. And correction music, please. Cool. Oh, and we have an update. You know I like updates. Jones, you and I said uh, Schreier will get on that last week when we were talking about Crunch. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had that published, I think, today. Inside Rockstar's, Rockstar Games' Culture of Crunch has been published on Kotaku. Big article uh, with a lot of uh, uh, firsthand uh, interviews and uh, uh, um, uh, accounts of yeah. what Crunch is like in Rockstar. I know I might have seemed like very pro-Rockstar, and I'm a big fan of the company. Something mm-hmm. super gross that I learned today. Ooh. If uh, And this is apparently very common in the industry, and I'm glad people are talking about this, and more people are aware of this. If you leave Rockstar before the game comes out, not in the credits. Whoa. Whoa. Doesn't yeah. matter how much, how much you did. If you are not at, or actively working at the company at time of launch, you're gone. Even Jeez. up to... Two weeks. If you take those last two weeks off, you're out. I think they like mentioned some names on their website, and that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. That it was, was like the they've never Jones. done that. It's it just like, like we did want to give them some credit, and so they're just on some geez. web page, and that's a big deal to them. Just like, well, we gave you the web page. And don't a lot game. of games like have babies that were born during yeah. development? Yeah. Like the babies get it. And like the yeah. animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like dogs, cats. Special thanks mom and dad, but like Barry, you know, who who left two years ago. What is their To like go on to another job or maybe passed away? I don't like, what are the... Yeah. The, yeah, the just, question is why? Why? Like, what? Oh, it's to so. incentivize people to stay. But yeah. like, but like, you get, get to the hit finish line, I think was the direct quote from Rockstar. And Rockstar yeah. was like, oh yeah, like they didn't hide that. They were like, yeah. oh no, we... We do that makes sense to us. Like, Sorry, these Ian, are creepy things. It's good to know about. But I mean, like, if if Jacob gets hit by a car a month before the game comes out and is in traction for a month, does he not get in the credits? Sorry, Jacob. I don't know. These are all yeah. Jacob is not in the credits. I'm, I would hope there are some. Like, get, get well, Jacob. Exceptions. Yeah, exceptions. Get a, get a yeah, I would, I would hope there are some exceptions. Yeah, yeah. It says th- yeah. thank you, thank you for your services. <laughs> yeah, right. Essentially, uh, we've yeah. added your name to the website. Right, and like we don't need to report on that report. It was basically a lot of the same sentiments we assumed was going on at Rockstar. So anyway, and many other video game developers. So yeah, interesting article article to read. Anyway, however, I am excited to talk about. The NPDs, baby. I swear you save them for me, Kyle. <laughs> Hubert, this dropped hot today. Matt Piscatella tweets out, "It's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop the NPDs when the market closes." And so I Google, "When does the market close?" Like, and obviously, what happened before the podcast, but I wanted to prep it and just this is hot off the press, nice. baby. Tuesday podcast paying off today. Yes. Let's go. Like, like, once every seven years? Yeah, once every seven years of Tuesday podcast pays off. Uh, if you don't follow Matt Piscatella, he works for NPD. Uh, and it's just he just gives this insight that the company traditionally did not get. Basically, you used to get like a top 20 and some numbers, but that was it. And not, not like a huge amount of analysis. You would get like percentages of hardware things. But I mean, like this is a man on Twitter. You can like talk to him. 
You can ask him questions. He's approachable. <laughs> Don't be, you know, like, be nice to him. But anyway, good follow. Uh, but also, yeah, most of the, the info I'm going to talk about when we talk about NPDs just ripped straight from his tweets. Got it. He's just dropping knowledge, blah, 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 on his Twitter <laughs> feed. Really good guy to follow. We're talking about the month of September in the United States. What was the best-selling video game? Spider-Man! Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Too easy. Uh, I saw, but, that's how, I know, because I saw the tweet he sent to, uh, I think he tagged Insomniac in that. That's just funny. Just listed like all the records that it broke. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Because it's not just number one; it did break records. It broke God of War's records, which broke records earlier this <laughs> yes, year. It did. Yes. <laughs> uh, best launch month of any PlayStation exclusive ever. Wow. Bye, Gran Turismo Three. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, dude. So long. Yeah. It's Spider Man's time. It's a comic book character. Like, yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, seventh overall. Seventh of any PlayStation game. Wow. So, you know, like, you know, San Andreas is probably up there. GTA Five is probably up there. But, yeah, just seventh yeah. overall of Wait. any PlayStation game ever. Seventh opening or seventh best sales period? Month. Oh, month. Best first month. Okay. Um, launch month sales, 37% higher than the other Spider-Man games combined. <laughs> Combine all other Spider-Man games, all of them. Web of Truth, friend or foe. Is Spider-Man two in there? Shattered Dimensions. Let's look at your first month. Still higher than all of you combined. Much higher. It's crazy. Yeah. What was yours, Damiani? Spider-Man two. Spider-Man. Put it in that bucket. Yeah. Put it in that bucket. It's wild. Bye bye. Spider-Man's time. Don't need to talk about that game again. Woo. Man, I'm pumped. I'm pumped that Spider-Man sold this well. I'm very very excited. Clearly. Uh, it feels good. Nice. It's a victory. Is Square yeah. Enix going to get cocky with their Avengers game now? Are yes. they just like, well, I do. Jones, this will sell no matter what. Or it's I, like, no, no, it's sold because it's an excellent, excellent video game. Along with, of course, being based on a very popular character. But it's like, perfect time. That Avengers dude. game could yeah. still zeitgeist. Be super weird. The zeitgeist right now, like nothing. You couldn't ask for better timing for Spider-Man. Sure. To come out. Yeah. Like in between Avengers 3 and 4, far from Fever home. Pitch, Far From Home. Yeah. yeah. Spider Man Homecoming, just all, everything aligned. And it's like you said, just 10 out of 10 game. But that's that's a smart thing, Jones, is I do think that they'd have to probably readjust their estimates a little bit. Like, oh, this, we might have more potential with this than we thought at Square Enix. And whoever else is working on unannounced Marvel games, like, it's, they gotta be out there. They gotta be. Marvel's probably salivating. Like someone's making about. a Hawkeye it's, it's, game. Yeah, right is now, Spider-Man right? two it? I mean, are they? Is Sony like, oh great, okay, we'll work with Insomniac, or yeah. is this gonna open up? Like, were there any crazy Marvel projects on the back burner that like, ooh, maybe we'll move forward. How sick would a Doctor Strange game be? So many, dude. No, so so many. Like, I was thinking about a Daredevil game, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want. I want me. I want Daredevil. Gosh. Spider Man two. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Playable. Yeah. Playable. Yeah, playable Black Hat. Give me all the. Yeah. <sighs> We have another September release at number two on the NPDs. What is that game? FIFA. No? Great guess, though. Still sports. Oh. Madden? No. NBA. NBA. NBA 2K19 was launched on September 11th, number two. So this is what's surprising. I really thought NBA, well, we already knew Spider-Man did well coming into this, so I don't think I was that surprised when I saw it was number one. This is NBA's month. NBA 2K is normally taken September. Mm -hmm. And uh, it still did well. Uh, we have, it, we're like, it did better. Here we go. Biggest launch of any game in the NBA 2K franchise 
now the best-selling sports game of 2018 to date. So, uh, you know, FIFA just came out and Madden has already been out. But yeah, it surpassed Madden already, basically. Uh, instantly becomes the fifth best-selling... Oh, yeah, I already just read that. Cool. So, uh, oh, there it is. That's the one I was looking for, the big one. NBA 2K19 achieved the highest launch month dollar sales of any sports genre game released since the NPD group began tracking the industry... In 1995. Dude. People are buying video games. People yes. Are, <laughs> people are buying video the games. The install base is large. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so crazy. What a blind spot that I have in this industry that something like that could happen this past month. And mm-hmm. just The game's huge. NBA 2K is yeah. just enormous. That LeBron to LA. It's so fun. It's got people revitalized. Yeah, honestly, Damiani, like, I know you're saying that you're, you're missing his wry smile if you're a listener. Uh, <laughs> I like how Goss <laughs> yes. explained that. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be explained. But uh, NBA is growing, and I think, yeah, the NBA is, it's a, an attractive sport right now. I do, I think it's, it's a, the games are good. Yeah. It's a fun game to watch. I really only got to play that when uh, I had roommates, but that was a good roommate game, NBA. Just Always take turns, intimidated by battle sport. each other. Like, basketball games are intimidating. Yeah. Because you, you think it's just pass and shoot, but it's mm-hmm. just like, I miss every single shot. Yeah. It's tough. tough Do to you go play. for a three-pointer every time? <laughs> Have no, I go shots. for a dunk every time. I go for a dunk every single time. And it doesn't dunk. You <laughs> yeah. do like a jump shot instead. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, you're like holding like the sprint button. <laughs> so good. Uh, our next game is an October release because it, the, the window actually stretched into October 6th. So we have an October release here. Early Whoa. October. Assassin's Creed? It is Assassin's yes. Creed number three. Oh, number three. Here, I got a question. If it's a number three on the NPDs, did it do better or worse than Origins launch? I, I'm going to guess it did worse. It did better. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Really? I think Jones I knew that, surprised. actually. Okay, yeah, I, I did hear that. that. I think I saw oh, okay. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's did, good. It did better than the, the launch of Origins. It shocks me because Origins had the year off. So I figured that would like yep. boost... Boost the sales. Me you know? too. I honestly thought there'd be a a a a, a dip in enthusiasm for yeah. us. No dip. Excellent. No uh, dip. Double digit percentage dollar sales growth when compared to Assassin's Creed Origins a Perfect. year ago. It is now. Oh, we'll do those later. We'll do the the uh, year to dates. That's a fun list too. Um, There's a lot of video games out there, but I love Odyssey. Don't skip it. All I gotta say. Don't skip it. It's a long, intimidating game. There's a lot of games I know, but it's seriously the... You're putting shackles on someone's wrists saying don't skip that game. You can skip it. It's okay. It's like, here's a hundred hours. I'm sorry. Lock it in. I'm sorry. I get it, though. It hurts me that that (laughs) is a good game. It's one of the best Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I hear the story's good, dude. It's so good. I want to play an Assassin's Creed game with a good ending, you know? And that's here. You get to, like, the choices. Something about dialogue choices. Yeah. I like it. So, number four... Another September release, another sports game. FIFA. FIFA. Yeah. FIFA 19. FIFA. Yeah, FIFA 19 came out on September 28th, so it is toward the end. Can I tell you a story? Please. About about FIFA. Sure. Sure. Went to a buddy's birthday party this weekend, and we were talking about like Call of Duty and, and Fortnite and Battle Royale and stuff. I'm like, oh, what, what else do you play? And he's like, dude, man, I'm super into FIFA. The Alex Hunter storyline <laughs> is sick. Aren't we in part three? That is, yeah. My friend, who I hadn't seen, like, since high school, was, like, 
intensely invested into Alex Hunter. Into Alex, Alex Hunter's I, I gotta respect him for continuing it. Me too. You know, yeah. because that's the thing is like every, you know, fr- from an outside perspective every year, there's just some dumb thing that we're now supposed to be excited about that they're not gonna do again next year. Yeah. When it's Call of Duty and you have different development teams working on it, it makes sense. But with this, it's just like, why, you know, why did we care about that one care, especially if story. Yeah. So to actually to continue that. Yeah. Yeah. We Here played two, right? Did we stream we the, the, the the sequel to the first yeah, Alex Hunter yeah, story? Yeah, and it was kind of fun picking up. Yeah, you know, like kind of they're referencing things that happened in this past. Where like I, I think they were in Brazil, that. just playing some street ball. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the, uh, just for an idiot, sure. Madden, FIFA, and NBA all come out within a month of each other. Yes, crazy. It's the fall season, baby. Yes, yeah. Jones, we're not even done yet. There's one more, and then baseball's uh, March. Yes, you're right. Baseball well, yeah, but has, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's my brain. Is like when I follow yeah. the sports. Seems like when one ends, the next one already started a couple yeah. weeks before that. So yeah. there's always something to watch. Yeah, so for all these seasons to start at the same time, we're about the same time. Uh, another September release. We got a lot of new releases at the top of the charts. Tomb Raider. Yes. Huber. Great job. Yes. yes. Tomb Raider number five. <laughs> By number way, five. Huber loves doing this. September fourteenth. <laughs> Um, uh, go ahead. Really? Can, are you going to talk about the sale? Yeah. The sale? No, I mean oh, that it's on oh. sale. That's a love and respect question. I'll pull it for okay. you. I'll pull that question for you. Okay. We got that for love and respect. Nice. I'm in. I'm in. Perfect. Um, yeah. So here we, let's get some data on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fifth best selling game of September, achieving the second highest launch month dollar sales for the franchise, following only Tomb Raider, which launched 2013. So, so it means it's... it was somewhere in between Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess that's... It's not good. Not good news. It's not good news. Yeah. I mean, it, but you beat out the last one. That's the last encouraging. One, the last one was but, exclusive to Xbox yeah. platforms. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was well, a year window. Yeah. But that yeah. does line up. We're very critical of that campaign, you know? And, and, and there were a lot of differences between us going to preview events and coming back. I mean, like, this game's amazing. Or, like, let me just tell you one or two quick things. Or, like, I just watched one cutscene and the story became so much clearer than all of the weirdo, you know, you know, hyperbole them throwing out in all of their marketing and previews and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, sadly, it they just didn't sell it the right way, which sucks. 2018 is, if you take Tomb Raider, Shadow the Tomb Raider, and say, it's good, man. Right. That's not good enough. No, yeah, no. it's also... It's good, man, is not good enough. Yeah, also right on the heels of Spider-Man, right at the same time as Assassins, and, like, yeah. just weeks before Red Dead. It's like, yeah. that's tough. Jones, how does it feel to be alive in order. the year of the open world? Oh, yeah. How excited are you? I mean, we've had a few of those. <laughs> but this is well, the year, see, dude. But, yeah, but that's this the thing, Huber. I, don't thi- I think we're past... That's like saying year of the shooters. I mean, it's like... I think open world is so pervasive now. It's yeah. just like... It's just the, these you are the good times. There's <laughs> so many, times. so many genres. You know, so many other franchises are just like starting to adopt it. And, it's yeah. epic. Number six. Another sports game. NHL? Madden. Madden. Released Still, in nice. August. Yeah, Madden sells in the U.S. Remember, this is just U.S., and that is why FIFA's not number one, right? Like, uh, uh, you got to keep those things in mind. Uh, yeah, Madden number six, holding tight. Number seven, another new release, another early October release. Cracking the top ten. Another early October. October. Not Life is Strange. Wait, what number? Is it? I don't got it. This is number seven. Oh. Perhaps it is an Xbox exclusive. Forza. Title. Forza Horizon oh, wow. 4. Nice. Yeah, released October 2nd. Again, they stretched out into October 6th of this month, so we got a little bit of those. And But that means it didn't have a lot of days to be on sale. Another um, one of those fun moments. And I was like, oh, yeah, Forza. Like, I should... 
I should check out Forza, make some time for it, but like, good, I don't know man. if it really works into my budget. And then I'm like, oh wait, I own it. <laughs> Must be nice. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. Games Pass. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I think it was like clean. I was like, I was like yeah. drying dishes in the kitchen, just thinking about games, and I was like, <laughs> as we do. Forza, and then I was like, oh wait, yeah, yeah. it's I can just download it right now if I want to. Nice. And That's pretty Jump cool. in, so fun feeling. Check uh, out Daniel Bowers for the view. It's amazing. But honestly, John, it's worth bringing that up because that does not... Uh, basically, right. what we're learning this year is that Game Pass is not hurting sales. Yeah, Games can succeed. Uh, we saw State of Decay 2 chart yeah. on the NPDs despite being a free game on Games Pass. And like game launching Pass, with Games Pass. I think that was like the first Games yeah. Pass game. Yeah. So that was like a $10 game basically, you know, if you signed up for it, so... Another thing I like a lot is uh, uh, it is the highest launch month sales in franchise history, strongest debut of any racing game on an Xbox platform. Horizon now is is the main franchise. Was an offshoot, the crazy little yeah. you know mm-hmm. music festival thing. Now is doing better than primary Forza game. Excuse me, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. To me, it is a more appealing game than Definitely. a regular Forza Motorsport. Sure. More fun. More Less simulation, Ooh. open world. Yes, more playful. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with us? I don't know. Okay, dude. we're a little loopy tonight. I'm, oh. I'm liking the vibes. It's because of that the tournament. The group stream was unsupervised. I it guess. was. I, I came in and it was like, dude, the, the kids were on the ground with the crayons. <laughs> yes. and they're just like, oh, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> it was off the rails. A little bit. Like we weren't on the walls yet, but close. <laughs> Having the hardest time making a bracket, man. Sports are confusing, you know? Sports. Sports. I think nobody can guess number eight. I think nobody can guess number eight on the NPD top tens. I'll give each of you a guess. You said it a second ago. Life is strange. No. Damn it. Overcooked two. No. (laughs) Is it uh, a small game or a big game? Big game. Big game. The missing. No. I like that game, though. Dragon Quest XI. All right, I'll give you another hint. Yakuza Kiwami. Did not come out this year. Damn it. Oh, GTA. No. Uh oh wait is it Modern Warfare two or something like that no. didn't is it a backwards compatible thing Modern Warfare two was did list a couple of week, months ago or maybe last but month. it's nothing like that it's not PUBG no nope. hmm. not Fortnite no nope. what number is this Rainbow Six Destiny two what oh right because of that expansion oh, yeah Forsaken. yes tricky. man I would tricky. not have guessed Destiny nope. two but you're <laughs> right you got to track that expansion mm-hmm. wow pretty tricky. Yeah. And hey, got to number eight. Good expansion. Good for Destiny. Good stuff. Number nine, we're used to seeing Nintendo Switch games in the top ten. We only have one this month. Mario Party. Mario Party. It's Mario Party. Yeah. Mario Party. Super Mario Party. Party. Ian, did you just beat Damiani? I did. In a Nintendo thing? Whoa. Look at this guy. He was saying, he said Mario Kart 8. Twice in one night. I thought it was assumed. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were saying, like, the way you phrased it, Kyle, I thought you were saying, like, it's a recurring thing, like, which, like, well, it's a Nintendo. Normally, Mar- Mario Kart yeah. 8 is in the top yeah. yeah, normally it is. We see Zelda in there sometimes, too. But, yeah, Super Mario Party came out in September. It charted. All right. Ian, good. did you uh, unlock all the stages? Yeah. In Mario Party? Yeah. 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 Were there any, like, secret ones? Not just yet. Just floor, I've dude. gotten I've gotten two of the gems. There are gems that you get for, for completing, like, each play style i've done the mario party one and the rhythm games one cool cool uh the river one is gonna be tricky i mean i probably won't end up getting them all but yeah so cool. no but chat, yes tell us, sorry you're not chat comments <laughs> tell us what you get for getting all those yeah mario let party us gems. know just let us know i'd love to know. we'll put it in corrections next week <laughs> number 10 and i'm not gonna look it up i'm gonna wait to hear it from you <laughs> number 10 is another new <laughs> september game yeah i'm not gonna look that up another new september game new dragon launch. quest Afraid not. Uh, Yakuza. 
No. God. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, Sega doesn't publish their numbers ah. digitally, and so basically no Sega games rank. Like, there's no Valkyria Chronicles 4. Um, got it, got it. It's that other sport. NHL. Yeah. Ah. I didn't think it would break the top ten. Nice. There's some hockey enthusiasm out there. Yeah. Sports games still doing well. This is the time where EA makes its money. Mass appeal. Kids, yeah. adults. Mm-hmm. Got the FIFA money. Yeah. NHL money, Madden money. A lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> money. Hey, you got a lot of money. Hey, Huber, what's number 11? Dragon Quest. Yes. 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 <laughs> Dragon Quest did come get Dragon Quest number 11. Feels good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, September 4th, so that was the beginning of the month. Um, I don't think it's that's that good. good. It's not good. Yeah, I don't like, think that's that good, good enough for after what they and said. It's, yeah, no. it's alarming. It's alarming. It needs to sell well in the West. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that is well. I don't think that is what they needed it to be. Um, that's scary. This could be one of the last Dragon Quest games we get here for a very, very long time. I do it again. It's that time. That I, don't, I know. Like, September is a good time for that game. Yeah. It was early September. I think just September got heavy. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was right after that. I mean, Spider-Man was right after, sure, dude. But this happens every year. Like They need to learn that like July and August is still a good time to release games. It like, is. Yeah. Those, like, like, those two months are, seem to be like the weakest for releases still. Yeah. And ever since I heard about like Dragon Quest XI going to be pushed back into the fall, it's like August. Like Put it at the end of summer, beginning Please. of fall. Yes. Like September was like, well... Good luck with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, have a good, you know, sure. You think they'd want to put it in the summer because nobody has school, right? Yeah. Is that yes. not a consideration? I think it used to I be a Square different mentality. This is a big game for them. Excuse me, Square Enix. I think they thought this is a big game, and you launch your big games at the big time. Yeah. And I think they maybe overestimated the enthusiasm for Dragon Quest in the United States, and it hurts. I bet Builders Two will do great whenever they launch that, and it won't be during a busy time. Switch would have helped. Switch would have helped. You're not helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's in the works. I wonder wonder if Switch is the, like, preferred long-form RPG console now. Like, not necessarily just JRPG, but I wonder if there are numbers on that. I'd be curious. Yeah. I mean, Switch in Japan is humongous. I feel like it might be. Yeah, we're talking about Japan. Well, I'm sure Octopath would drive it up. Yeah. Yeah, I just mean everywhere. Pillars and... Yeah, we have Dragon Age, do we? Or not Dragon Age, Dragon. Uh, Infinite uh, Crown. No, the other gigantic pillars of eternity and Des- divinity. 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 Sorry. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, Original <laughs> sin. Oof, sorry. Yeah, it's Dra- a big D, and I was just like, Dragon Age is sleeping, dinosaur man. dragons. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Dragon we got Age there. should we should be playing a Dragon Age game right now? You know what I mean? But Bioware was so mismanaged. That it's yeah. like you know they're, they're they're now shifted over to Anthem at this point. It's a bummer. That does bum me out actually. Uh, well, let's go to number twelve. WWE Two K Nineteen. Chill. Fading. Fading. <laughs> right. Fading. Yes. Fading. Oh. Chill. I expect WWE Two K Twenty to rank lower next year. Yeah. Unless they do something. They dudes. gotta. They gotta shake it up. Shake it up. You need a new engine. Number 13 is that game we're never surprised by, Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> Out of the top 10, though. Out of the top 10. Because gotcha. there were so many new releases. You're See, right, it took Ian, a big month to yeah. knock them out. <laughs> it took the, a long time for them to get knocked out. Uh, also knocked out Mario Kart 8, Damiani's favorite. Uh, number 15, <laughs> Huber. Yakuza. Naruto to Boruto. Nice. Shinobi Striker. It's, it's okay. It's a, Anime that's games, a, that's dude. A dip. Yeah. What's up? 
think that's a dip from previous ones. Oh, mainline. Do, Nar- Naruto. do Nar- Naruto games like, normally like do the very Ultimate well? Ninja Story for sure, games for sure. For sure, charted. Oh, okay. Like, better. I think. It's, a, it's like a spin-off weird one. Yeah. They, t- they took like, a chance. So, I'm yeah. still surprised this yeah. has even gone like for top sure. twenty. For sure. Yeah. Uh, will my hero one's justice? Will that rank for October? No way. With everything that's out already and I will be out. I'll be say top tough. twenty. I'll say top twenty. I'm not buying it. Naruto is so can we big. Have, can we have a friendly wager? Friendly wager. I'm down. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm down. Okay. Friendly, friendly wager. Yes. All right. Uh, My Hero Wants Justice will be in top 15 for October. Top 15? Yes. All right. Can I say like 16 to 20 or not at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll give me that? 16 to 20? Yeah. All right. Okay. Lock it in. I don't no, even think no I'll stakes. get that. No stakes. He has sworn yeah. off bets for the rest yeah. of the year. Yep. That he was already broke a, that. That was simply <laughs> friendly a friendly wager. Friendly wager. Friendly wager. It's more of a uh, anime clash. It's it's really Naruto <laughs> versus My Hero anime. Academy. I dude, I feel <laughs> like I feel like My Hero is on the rise. It but I think it's a good time. doesn't have a good yes, buzz though. You're right. Buy in. What's up? I don't think that game has a good buzz, though. I don't think the game does. No, but that's what I'm saying. Not, neither did yeah. Naruto to Boruto. Mm-hmm. It's not a but good it's game. Coming, yeah. But I mean, it's coming off one. I think Naruto was still like very popular and ingrained with a lot of like the fan base where my hero is new yeah. big fan base still growing yeah but i don't know what the video game adaptation is going to be as explosive in terms of sales i don't like, like honestly like, it's, it's, this is very cynical to say i don't think it matters like moms know what naruto is do they do they know all might <laughs> <laughs> It's a good tagline for Naruto. Moms know. Yeah. Like, my mom moms knows. Choosy know, moms. My mom knows Naruto. who Itachi is, like, but doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, like, this isn't a case. I, like, I don't know. I feel like. Interviewed. moms. There felt like there was way more marketing and, like, buzz behind the bigger Naruto games compared to this. And even, like, like Dragon Ball, like, fighters. Like, it didn't even come close. Like, that yeah. had to be even Dragon bigger. Ball, that, that was number that was like one. The, yeah, that was, like, was the biggest. So, yeah. like, judging based. Unlike that, I, I feel like my hero is like non-existent. Okay, all humans know who Goku is. I made my bet. I made my bet. We'll see. All humans know who Goku is. That is too true. All that is true. All humans. <laughs> That's why he's gonna be in Smash Bros. He's, uh, he's from Earth. Let's blow Let's through number sixteen through twenty because they're all not now, interesting. Now Sorry. I really want to see a Billy on the street or or something where he just shows a picture of Goku and just says, "Who is this? Who is this? Two people on the who street. It's Goku. What's wrong with you? What's uh, wrong with Mexico? Have you seen? Yeah." You've seen this boy. <laughs> That's obviously Goku. Uh, so, okay, so 16, Rainbow Six Siege, obviously. Nice. Uh, always hanging around. I really like that. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, number 17, still sticking in wow. there. Activision is probably crash. so proud of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number 18, Super Mario Odyssey. Number 19, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> nice. And number 20, Minecraft. Still <laughs> selling. Nice. There you go. It was cool. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, PlayStation, biggest uh, con- or hardware. Uh Interesting thing is uh, Xbox One X is selling better than all the other Xboxes. Is be- Xbox One X is selling better than Xbox One. However, regular old PS4 Slim is selling mo- better than PS4 Pro. I think that's interesting. Very. Because uh, I think it's because Xbox One X has true 4K. So people that are heavily investing into OLEDs, into 4K, HDR, are going all in on Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. But if you're buying a PlayStation, you're pretty much just buying it for the games or whatever. Yep, what Heber said. Yeah. Great, okay. Yeah. I. You know what? I like One that One console analysis. is selling performance, the other is selling yeah. its library. Yeah. And that's what people are buying those for right now. I know we spent a lot of time on MPDs. There's one more top 10 list that I love year Yay. to date. 
Top 10 games year to date of the year 2018 in the U.S. You know what it is, Jones. What's number one? Number one, Jones. What, just Spider-Man? Or wait, not, didn't no. make it yet. That didn't. It's not number one yet. Didn't topple number one. GTA. No. Call what? Call of Duty last year. No. Not GTA. It's a game that I would never expect to be number one at this point, but it's had months Destiny. and months of success. God and I'm war. No. Duh. Months only months and months. Uh, months and months and months and months and months. Oh. It's Kiwami. No. <laughs> it's Kiwami. Yeah, dude. Sega <laughs> is just going to report their numbers, dude. It's invisible. Uh, <laughs> came out at the beginning of this year. Again. Oh, man. I don't know. <gasps> Monster Hunter. No, because we were just we were talking about how wait, Monster Hunter might be in this top 10. We're talking about how this was the year of the open world. And Jones just says, like, naturally, that's all games. You know, even like if it's a first person shooter, it's going to be open world. Fortnite. No. Oh, Far Cry. Far Cry 5. Number oh, one still. Wow. Whoa, After really? all these months, the best selling game in the U.S. so far. Wow. For the year oh, of 2018. Sorry, yes. 2018, 2018, yes. Sorry. Far Cry 5. I yes. thought this was the last 12 months You're list. Date, I'm dude, sorry, yeah. sorry. Oh, last 12 months it would have been Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could throw out like a lot of potential reasons why, but my brain can't land on like the one. You know, like that one thing that will clearly... People were, you know, really excited about that one element from Far Cry. Wasn't yeah. it not like, like super well received either? Just the, the story. It was this yeah. kind of thing where people hated it before and then they hated it after. And... Uh, I did not like the story in five, but for different reasons. But yeah, there's, you know, all the DLC and then you can build stuff and it's the series sells well anyway. And I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. It's well, hard one, to be a market analyst one on this one, right? Was, yeah. Crazy. Ubisoft always has one winner a year, right? Last year it was a uh, uh, Ghost Recon. Just yeah. Ubisoft had some good, a good couple of years. Yeah. They really are doing very, very well. Yeah, Ian, I am curious, like, what the open critic score for Far Cry 5 it's is. I'll check. I'm okay. super curious to see how Starlink sold Got compared it. to expectations. Uh, that, that'll be next month. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. It just... Oh, because there's another Ubisoft game. Because if gotcha. that did pretty well, if that did, like, okay, you know, maybe not compared to, like, other Toys to Life stuff, like, wh- what has Ubisoft missed? Yeah. You know, like, what was their, their one franchise that is and, in trouble? Like, what do they know that we don't? You know, Ubisoft has some connection with this audience. Yeah. It's crazy. It came out in March. Right? Or now Division 2 is going to sell. I think it came out in February. Far Cry. Jeez. Not sure. And God of War was April. 83 on Open Critic. That's, like, good enough. I think that is... That, to me, says... I think you, you still get a mighty... I think you still get the guy flexing if, with an 83... Strong. strong, yeah, strong. <laughs> Green on uh, Metacritic. Yeah. I, I, that's, like... That's good enough to be good. That's a, It's good, man. If Far Cry 5 came out now, bye, dude. But, yeah. like, I just think it, like, early... Uh, it missed Mighty by one point. Mighty is 84 or higher. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, what was the release date on that? Uh, March 27th. Yeah, Hubert. Nailed it, dude. Um, God of War is number two. Year to date. Number three? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. baby. Crept right up that list. <laughs> Why don't I debut it? Number three. Is that... It zipped, it zipped up that list. <laughs> Hell down to L2. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter World is number four. Nice. What a year. Yeah, this is sick. That's awesome. Because I remember... Prince for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Nice Prince. I, I feel like I feel like the first... When I first became aware of NPDs, it would be Madden in the top three every single month. It, yeah. it just like... It felt like the NPDs used to be boring. And now there's interesting. Exciting, a Monster Hunter game? I do... I wonder... January helps. Generally helps. I think it's still going to be there at the end of the year, dude. 
I don't think I think Monster Hunter will stay in the top ten, and I still yeah. think it's huge. Obviously, we talked a lot about the success of that game throughout this year. One still of the best games of the game. year, baby. Really, yep. really good. Like the best, other than Fortnite and stuff. Really good at events. And getting people back into Monster Hunter. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So solid. They keep adding monsters. Devil May Cry event. And, They're doing and Halloween Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I gotta jump into the Halloween one. The Halloween so stuff good. is cool, yeah. Uh, NBA 2K15 is number five. Zipped right in there. Jeez. Yep. Uh, it dunked its way there. Dunked in there. Sorry? 2K15? 19, excuse okay. me. Uh, uh, number six is Madden. Hanging in there, but... Uh, again, defeated by NBA. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is number seven. <laughs> I wonder. I think that's going to stick around too. Yeah. No. It. it yeah. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be in the top ten at the end of the year. Call Grand of Duty is going to blast its way in there next month. It will, dude. I, I almost think it's going to be number one. Um, Call of Duty World War Two, number eight. Jeez. Last year's Call of oh Duty my is still one of this year's best-selling games. Dragon Ball Fighters. Number nine. Wow. That will get Whoa, points. I didn't know that. We won't be talking about fighters at the end of the year, but still good for you for sticking around this long. Uh, actually, probably next month you'll get bumped off as well as Mario Kart 8. Cool. I love those. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Because I think there's, yeah, I think there's a lot of franchises, like you were saying, like uh, Huber's Dream Team of just like this, you know, like, <laughs> is this game get a sequel to Dragon Quest, you know, and Kiwami and, but like Monster Hunter is just such a win. I think that's just so yeah. exciting for, if you are a fan of that franchise. For that to not only get good reviews, but because uh, that's got to be new people. Like th- that's got to be a lot of it's new, a ton of new, people. a lot of new adoption, mm-hmm. a lot of new people. Huber is a new person. Investing. Brandon, new hunter here. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's release month. I I own it. I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never I played it for like you know half an hour. I think Huber <laughs> is so right to peg that on release month. January. Yes. You got you got time. Yeah. I think January, February, March next year, twenty nineteen. <laughs> A little brutal. Yeah, a little brutal. Oh, you know what? I even, I even forgot <laughs> to cover brutal. this. Is um, uh, uh, not a Freaker's game. What's Freaker's game? Uh, Days Gone. Days Gone got a delay. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. There were four huge games scheduled for February 22nd. It balked. Yep. <laughs> Days Gone was the first to yeah. balk. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised uh, it was at over Crackdown 3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Crackdown at this point has to hold its ground. <laughs> yeah. And Anthem's on that day, though. Yeah, yeah. Anthem's the biggest. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think it was the right call. Jesus. Whatever the case, I think that was days gone. You're going to do way better in March. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did you like hear that? Oh. Sounds like it's Ooh. podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of October. Mango. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. El Thanis. Beaten Down Brian. iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Imagine betting. Every mattress is brand new and made to order. This means their factory won't start making your mattress until your name is attached to it. They recently released a new mattress that features all-natural latex. It sleeps incredibly cool with unmatched comfort. For a limited time, receive $100 off a purchase of the new Imagine Mattress with coupon code ALLIES100 on their website, ImagineBetting.com. Imagine betting. Imagine good sleep. 
Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Hogue Law brings more than a decade of experience forming and funding companies, negotiating contracts, and everything in between. At Hogue Law, it's always business law time. Check them out at hoeglaw.com or on Twitter at Hogue Law. Be Haunted, a graphic novel currently crowdfunding on Kickstarter. Written by Joey Donaldson and illustrated by Tuna, Be Haunted tells the story of Bee, a young actress struggling to find her spot on the stage and her place in the world. Bee's life takes an unexpected and paranormal twist when she finds herself haunted by a horde of ghosts. What do these ghosts want and where do they come from? Check out BeHaunted.com or the link below to learn more and support this graphic novel. Only one week remains. Head over to the Kickstarter now to back Be Haunted and pick some beautiful enamel pins, never-before-printed comics, and personalized, one-of-a-kind watercolor paintings. And our mega-sponsor, Jigarbov Productions. Whether you're a noob at Minecraft, got bored punching trees, or finally cashing out and finding all them diamonds, you need a good Minecraft marketplace creator at your side. Jigarbov Productions brings more than seven years of experience making custom maps, mini games, even a dating sim, and everything in between. At Jigarbov Productions, it's always jig time. <laughs> Check them out at jigarbov.net or on Twitter at jigarbov. Is that better, Kyle? All of these links are available in the description. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors. It's jig time, baby. It's jig time. <laughs> it's jig time. Oh, that is very good. In the love and respect submissions this week, I got one that's from Gonzalo Ruiz, who just said, hey, will you do press release me for Bethesda's talk about the Fallout 76 uh, uh, beta coming up? Oh, boy. And I said, heck yeah. So if you're not familiar with press release me, <laughs> this is a segment in which I read a press release, and... All three of the panelists must say, release me. Is it the first, actually? I think it's if one person says, release me, we end. No, it's all three. Once once you get sick of hearing this press release, you say, release me. And then once all three of you have said, release me, we just end the segment. Okay. Okay. It's basically... So I say it when I'm just I'm tired of yes, hearing it. Yes, we, we see how far you can go into this press release. Okay. Okay. This is from Bethesda Game Studios. As a development studio, we've taken a lot of journeys. We've tried not to repeat ourselves, yet all of our games have a similar DNA. In 2015, we decided to try something very new and very scary for us. Take one of our worlds and make it online only. Once the idea of Fallout Online survival games stuck, there was no turning back. But still, some worry and questions. Will people want this from Fallout? Will they want it from us? How the hell are we going to make this? And what exactly is this? Release me. <laughs> Since that time, we've grown to four studios across North America and built a game world four times the size of our last. We developed all new technologies and services while bending over older technology to do things we didn't think it could. Release me. We pushed ourselves in new ways that surprised <laughs> even us. Our worlds, whether it be Fallout, Elder Scrolls or the coming Starfield are important places to us. We do everything we can to treat them with care. We know they mean just as much to you. That the time you spend in them is important. And 
You want each time you experience one to be special and all it can be. Release me. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say release me, man. So the point of this whole thing is like, hey, we're working really hard on Fallout 76. Please be easy on it. The beta is going to have issues. Please, we know... And that they just wrote this whole press release for that what reason. What even is this? We know. <laughs> it's yes, always a good sentiment. You know. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this is an italic. What is this? Yeah. Oh, so, my goodness. Are we commenting on this? Sure. Yeah, I liked commenting after press release. I get it, but I would be more okay with it if Fallout 76 wasn't so close. This, to me, screams like an early access, yo, we're not releasing our game for another one or two years. This is basically saying, like, yo, the beta's coming, but also the full release it's, is coming yeah. that you're going to have to pay money for, but please go easy on they wanna, it. Yeah. They want to eat that cake, too. Yeah. They, they, so, they want to they be, like, introducing the next most massive thing coming to the Fallout <laughs> franchise that we don't really know what the hell we're doing, so yeah. we're just going to have to figure this out. But it is going to be bigger than anything we've ever done. You're just like, pick, pick a road, <laughs> yeah. but don't, you know, I think sell you yourself humor. as a studio and your expertise and then be like, winging it. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I do, because like other. the beta is a humorous acronym. I think they just should have made a funny video. Yeah, Th- this whole thing is way too fluffy. And the game comes out so soon; yeah. it's November, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, dude. Weird preview. Weird marketing. Yes. Weird beta. <laughs> yeah. weird, 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 weird. Good luck to you. Weird. I bet, and I bet there's going to be a live action trailer too. A live action commercial. <laughs> With a nuke. Yep. Bring it on. Someone walking away towards the camera with a nuclear bomb behind them. Yes. And like buddies like patting each other on the back. (laughs) Get ready for it. Uh, I like weird games though. And I know you do too, Kyle. Yeah. And it'll probably be massive. Massive. Hey, four times bigger than the last Iron out those kinks, yeah. November 14th. This will be seen November 14th, 2018. When GTA 5 Online launched, which is in the NPD every single month, it was... Very broken. <laughs> like everything True. was going long, wrong. Jones. Characters were being deleted. You know, like people had really hard times getting progress for like days and days and days. Well, after you had launch, a really so. fun campaign to play in the meantime. That is true. Uh, I'm introducing three new segments on this week's podcast. First segment: Don scoops. This is Don. Private messaged me a, a headline. This rarely happens. Whoa. Don gave me this scoop. And Privately. We're, yes. Whoa. We're talking about it. I'm jealous. Go Nintendo reports that according to a recent interview with Famitsu, Sega's Naoki Hori stated that the Nintendo Switch was close to successfully running Dreamcast titles via emulation. <gasps> we could potentially in the future be playing Dreamcast games on the Nintendo Switch. So back to Don Scoops. When he sent you the headline, mm-hmm. was it for the podcast? No. He was like, here's a little morsel. Just woke up today. Or got this a was just from some Don. weird yeah. headline friendship that you have with Don where he's giving you scoops. I'm yeah. Like, I'm jealous. Don Especially scoops. about Dreamcast I'm Moving on. Yes. I'm so jealous. I think we had talked about it before. Just like, Don, I'd really want Dreamcast games. Like, I don't care about Genesis games. Stop porting those. Like, let's go Dreamcast. Let's go Saturn. And yeah. I think that's why he sent that to me. Excellent. I owned an Atari Jaguar. Mm-hmm. I owned a 3DO. Never bought a Dreamcast. Let's <laughs> like, do it, dude. That is, definitely a, that is definitely a console that uh, I need to catch up on. Yeah, I gotta I gotta play lots of Power Stone. Uh, next segment's called "I'll Give You Three Minutes." 
Now, this is when Damiani agreed to be on the podcast tonight. He said, are you going to talk about this specific thing? And I said, no. He said, then I'm not going to be on the podcast. And so I said, I'll give you three minutes. Something went that way. Yes. I didn't say I wouldn't be on the Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating that a little bit. All right. But Damiani, you got three minutes on the clock. This way. Tell us. Yeah, go off right now. All right. So on October 19th, Intel was supposed to release its new uh, generation of CPUs, including the i9-9900K processor. Um, it is now, what's today, Kyle? October what? 23rd. 3rd. It's October 23rd, and the uh, thing is still not available. Wait, what was the date it was supposed to come out? Come 18th? October 19th. 19th. They held a whole press conference and everything, okay. like saying, it's coming out. October 19th, everyone get excited, start pre-ordering now. Amazon, Newegg, everyone pre-orders is now today. And uh, Intel has still not said anything about where it is. Whoa. Just not out. Um, nothing on their Twitter account. Nothing. nothing. Uh, they, they were busy enough to uh, refute that their 10NM uh, development and research is still going strong. Because a bunch of reporters or media sites said it was uh, not they're, they're bailing out on it. It's yes. not worth it anymore. Yep. Anyway, Kyle was like... I don't know if this is that big of a deal. Why do you really want to talk about this? I got an i7. I'm fine. And I explain it to this way to Kyle. For, to, this is how I feel because this is my first time doing this. Yeah. Imagine if Sony announced a PS5 for an October 19th release date. Every, on the E3. And everyone's like, yeah, it's pre-ordering stuff. October 19th comes. You go to Best Buy. You go to GameStop. You go to Amazon. No one has it. And there's nothing from Sony. And four days later, no one has a PlayStation 5. And everyone's like, uh, Sony, could you say something? Like, I, I, like, it just blows my mind that, like, I, I maybe just don't know enough sites that tech enthusiast press aren't, like, calling this out. Maybe they are, and Intel just doesn't care. But, like, this would never fly in our industry. Like, letting something, like, slip in, like, the outcry. It's Even, just, like, a single game. Even, like even something as small as like a game is supposed to come out on that day, and the developers and radio are silence, just like, yes. radio well, silence. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, there's like, I feel like so powerless. Like, <laughs> what can I do? Like, go complain to them? They don't care. Like, Intel like holds like all the power, so it sucks. It really sucks. Something's wrong with those chips, man. Yeah, something. So, so, and they won't say. They yeah, won't say anything. Yeah. Like, wow, the amount of like no accountability held against like Intel. At least the people are trying like. They're good at suppression, I guess. Like, not letting uh, those negative reports come out and stuff. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, what in the Harsh. world? Harsh. Damiani, that was a good three minutes, dude. Yeah. You actually have sp- time has, to spare? He has 37 seconds left. What's your yeah. next move, Damiani? Apparently the i7, nine, uh, the i7 equivalent did come out today. The, the, there was an i5, i7, and i9. But 9 Got is it. a bigger number. i9 is the one yeah. like a lot of people are waiting for. Yeah. And it's just like... The, what's worse, Kyle, is some customer service reps have said, like, for these resellers, have said it might be coming maybe December, maybe next year. We don't know. Yeah, customer they, the communication with yeah. customer service reps I don't think is ever too strong. Yeah, that's, don't trust it. That's yeah. terrifying if you pre-ordered one of these or, or expecting one, and then you get buried in the in the shuffle, and you don't get it until, like, oh, you're going to get it in March. Oh, that's your time. Okay. Hey. That sucks. That was fun. Uh, next segment's called Shouldn't Have Done That. <laughs> Now, uh, there Can are, we call it shouldn't have did that? Shouldn't have did that. No, that's like, like intentionally uh, like sure, sure, sure. offensive. Like, like It's like, this is how dumb people talk. I like shouldn't have done that. Um, can you do <laughs> You're it? You're right, it's better. Can you do it in uh, like the Mike Ehrman Trout way? Shouldn't have done Ehrman that. Ehrman Trout. <laughs> 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 yeah, done that. He, does, oh, he doesn't have an accent though, does he? 
shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, so there you good. go. Might want He's to like Marmaduke. What you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, it's not a good. So decision. typically. <laughs> So there's a lot of stories I don't cover, uh, controversial stories even, because to me that's not controversial. It's just like, shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, and then the conversation ends there. Uh, but I want to try it. I want to try it. shouldn't have done that because I actually think, you know, we talk about video game marketing a lot on the podcast, kind of related, might work out. Let's give it a shot. We shouldn't have done that. Now, everybody knows, I think Twitter is inane. I hate Twitter. I have, I have this like begrudging acceptance of Twitter. It's something that's necessary for my job. Yeah. I don't like getting headlines off Twitter. It's just, to me it's just like uh, Twitter drama is just like stop it. Just stop Twitter. Just stop anything on this. Uh, I think that I could listen to you for an hour and talk about that. Cool. I have a lot to say about it. Uh, but I think that because Twitter is so stupid, people can make stupid tweets. People can make bad tweets. They can make mistakes on Twitter. What is important to me is how they react to them. And this week we got some, what I would say, bad reactions to bad tweets from CD Projekt. Now, one other thing we got to preface is that CD Projekt Project is one company that's got two branches. CD Projekt Red, who makes video games. CD Projekt Blue, who does GOG.com, formerly GoodOldGames.com. Um... So, both of those companies have bad Twitter accounts. Uh, I don't think it's one per social media behind both. I think it's just multiple people. It's tough to say. They haven't said, and that's what makes these things important. So, controversial Twitter accounts. July 19th, 2018. Uh, tweeted out an image of Postal 2, uh, and the tweet said, A game that wears its heart on its sleeve, a sleeve that is rarely safe for work. Postal 2, Paradise Lost, no filter, no DRM. And there's an image of a player peeing on a gravestone that says, Games Journalism Committed Suicide, August 28th, 2014. Now, uh, I see that, but I see that, and like, I didn't get it. I had to Google what the significance of August 28th is, you know, and I think they probably did too, right? August 28th is apparently the day after Gamergate hashtag started, and that's when uh, Gamers Are Dead articles started surfacing. So I guess that is what that meant in the game. I don't know. I'm willing to believe that the person who wrote that tweet also didn't know, right? And so there was a lot, a big reaction to that. Just like, oh, so that's you? Are you peeing on the gravestone that says games journalism committed itself, or committed suicide? And so obviously there's a big blowback from that. And the response was, the intention behind our tweet was to inform about a release known for a controversial content. Right, Postal 2 is a controversial game. Unfortunately, we failed to make the association between the image, the date, and an abusive movement. Our intention was never to hurt or condone hate. If that just happened, never would have been on the podcast. Shouldn't have done that. They fixed it, right? Yeah. But let's stick on that word intention because it pops up again and again. August twenty, August 2018, Gamescom starts as E3 ended. This is a Twitter account. Um, so they tweeted that out, right? Um, oh, Gamescom start as E3 ended, checking Twitter. So it shows a bunch of guys from CG Product checking their Twitter like to see the reaction to uh, uh, cyberpunk because mm -hmm. obviously Twitter was really fun for them blowing up. Everybody loves cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, somebody responded, I want more guys as in, I want more comma guys, like all caps. I want more guys. And like, I want to see more of the game. Yes. Got it. The response from uh, cyberpunk's Twitter account said, did you just assume their gender question mark exclamation point? Obviously this joke almost never works. What? 
if you're if you're curious where the humor was, like what the intent of the humor was there is calling out that there was no comma that this person said i want more guys right and so it, the joke is that hey you didn't put a comma in there you just said i want more guys did you just assume their gender that they're guys uh bad joke bad taste. right yeah yeah, if you're if you're leaving a grammar joke on Twitter, expect to be ignored and not understood. Right. Like, that, but, that's for a, that's for a very specific group. And also, like, did, did you just assume their gender is? It's like a it's like a it's to me just one of the, a bad punchline. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's it's like making fun of a person who doesn't ever actually say that. It's just it, it it's diminishing. Uh, uh, it, it's it's making people who do care about that uh, seem foolish. Like the joke. The joke of that is like, isn't it dumb to say, did you just assume my gender? And obviously, I don't think people say that. I don't th- I don't see a lot of people who are going, did you just assume my gender? Like, they're making fun of that person who I don't mm-hmm. think necessarily exists. So that is the the heaviness of saying such a thing. Um, obviously, dumb joke. People are allowed to make dumb jokes on Twitter if they respond well. The response was, sorry to all those offended by one of the responses sent out from our account earlier. Harming anyone was never our intention. And I'm like, okay, all right. Wasn't your intention. I get it. Is that an apology? No, but it still wouldn't get on the podcast. Shouldn't have done that. You know, it's like, it's okay. It's like, oh, it sucks. Wow. You know, a bad joke. You made a bad, like, like James Gunn wrote atrocious tweets, right? Mm, He's been in the news for writing atrocious, dumb tweets. They were awful, awful tweets, but... The way he's responded to them, I think, is something that people should look at. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he still got fired, which is still a thing. But just being able to say, hey, those are atrocious tweets. I'm sorry I said those. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that again. I'm a different person now, yeah. right? If if James Gunn did that and then another month later, yeah. Step kept <laughs> right. doing that again, yeah. we'd be like, hey, dude, what's up? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? GOG today is like, hey yeah. man, what's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what is up? Okay, what's so up? what is what's up, up? Guys? Here's, here's the newest one from GOG com, uh, the Twitter account. Uh, classic games hashtag won't be erased on our watch. Yeah, how's that for some use of hashtags? Woof. Let me try Woof. to explain that joke. Let me try to explain Woof. the comedic angle on that. The idea is this is a meaningful hashtag. The idea is this this hashtag is a movement. It's a response to something that is happening uh, uh, potentially uh, with the Department of Health and Human Services. I had to look up that whole article and f- figure out what's happening there. Uh, uh, spearheading an effort to establish a legal definition of sex under Title IX, which is basically uh, the it's it's an amendment or or just a law that says that you never can be uh, discriminated against uh, for sexual re- for your sex uh, in any company or organization that is federally funded. So schools, basically, is what we're talking about, primarily when we're talking about Title IX. Anyway, the reason why th- th- we will not be a racist happening is because, hey, they're saying whatever uh, 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 sex you're assigned to when you're born is what you're going to be forever. So you are going to go into whatever locker room you're assigned to from age zero up until age 18 if you go to school is basically what is it attempting to be said there. That's a whole thing. That's a whole thing, obviously, obviously. But there's a hashtag assigned to that. And so when it says, how's that for using a hashtag? The joke is... We're so bad at Twitter. We're using this hashtag that means something to talk about video games, right? That's the joke. Yeah. Again, not a funny joke. No. Not a funny way to do that. I could like, uh, 
I don't know if there's a hashtag for like save puppies you know what I mean and it's like uh, save puppies more like save games like it's still like not funny yeah you know it's the the joke is I, I get it I get the joke I get the humorous intent but we have to talk about the response and that's why we have this segment today feel go ahead I said I feel this is very topical to the I bring up South Park uh, recent episode they did about uh, when they brought back uh, Mr. Hankey tweeting. You're so right. You're so right. I mean, it's not just this. It's a lot of people. That it's like, exactly you're up at is. night. It's like, oh, this is so funny. This would be great. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's like, I was on ambient. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Please. And then, and then it's like, you did it again. You so, did it again. Why still, do you keep doing this? Still be excited about uh, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> we we're sorry. We're sorry. And then it's like, we'll do another, like, the next thing will happen in a few months. It's like, oh, no, it wasn't our attention. <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. All right, so here's the apology. It's a kind of final one, too. Yesterday, we posted a tweet containing a trending hashtag as a pun. Okay. The tweet was neither intended as a malicious attack nor as a comment uh, to the ongoing social debate. GOG should focus only on games. We acknowledge that, and we commit to it. That. When? <laughs> Starting yes. when? What's the day that we're going to start doing that? Because, because the, again, like you were saying, it's all about discourse. Social media is all about a back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just take, like, one thing and be like, well, that's it. That person doesn't exist now. They only exist in this one moment. This one sentence encapsulates everything we want to know about them or their personality. We can now answer any question that they would possibly be asked. It's all about the back and forth. And it's like when you, when you, when we're like, oh, yeah, games, Cyberpunk is so cool. And what are we going to do the RPG elements? And then you're just like, political issue it's like what why is this in there it's like oh i'm sorry if you don't like that we'll forget about it it's like you're the ones that now brought this into the conversation so now i guess we're talking about this and for them to be like a certain hashtag it's like mention the hashtag that you mentioned yes reply to what you yourself said and now get into the discussion or you know but like don't kind of middle road it by being like we want the humor we want to to you know uh you know lasso this you know hype or this 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 hashtag this conversation that's happening and and earn from it but we don't want to actually join the conversation and like you don't get to do that like not in this day and age I want to dissect the sentence the tweet was neither intended as a malicious attack first of all we know you put that first we know that wasn't a malicious attack nor as a comment to the ongoing social debate whether your intention was or not you made a comment you did it and that's what I wanted to see in the tweets we made a comment and we're sorry about that. Or maybe I like uh, I don't want to see them say I'm not sorry, obviously, but just this this idea of like, hey, I'm sorry if you're offended is basically that is that kind of apology. And to me, I think I think they're obviously alienating fans. I I think like it's just when it becomes a pattern, yeah. this this is a public relations mistake. The pattern the pattern is very disheartening. Yes. It's very disheartening. It's it, get a hold of your PR team. Yeah, is this one rogue agent over there <laughs> doing yeah, I, this? I don't, think, I don't think it is. is it really yeah, I wonder if there's I really wonder yeah. if their like, social media and PR people aren't like the same team because mm-hmm. it sounds like social media people are trying to make you know edgy joke. And then PR has to come in and clean up the mess. Like, damn it, you did it again. Like, all right, let's write the nice, like, you know, sorry statement and everything like that. But I wonder if they're just like, they don't talk to each other sometimes on some of these messages. And maybe this is a sign. It's like, all right, well, take take away that social media person. Like, nah. get, like, get rid of them and hand it to someone else because... Yes. But, like, the fact that it's happened so many times, I refuse to believe they've let the same person stay yeah. there. Like, I think there's a little bit more 
of something entrenched going on there. It didn't just like mm-hmm. it was one rogue person or one person made one or two mistakes. Now they're gone. This has happened several times. You got to be like kind of crazy to like keep keep that person on if they've deliberately done this three times now. Like three times. All right. Oh, uh, you know what? Why are you keeping that person around if they've made this mistake this many times? Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think it's the same person. I really don't think it's the same person. That's what I'm worried. That's what yeah. makes it yeah, like that's, worse. That's more is if it's more than one person who's done this. That's why I'm saying was alluding to. There's something more entrenched going on there. Yeah, and these comments are just so random, yeah. and it, and they they don't seem to be so desperate. You know, it's like it's like that kid that'll say something really unpopular in class or really gross, and you're just like, what? And just it's like, wow, that kid clearly. I did that in my youth, where I was just like, I was like, oh, I want attention. Bah, this crazy thing, and it's like, what? That's. Like not proper and completely random, and just like why are you, yeah, why are you bringing that up just I, to get eyeballs on you? It's an analogy, an analogy we shouldn't make. It's a kid walking in, going, "I eat my farts." Yeah. Everyone's like, "Gross!" And he's like, "Guess I shouldn't talk to you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Guess I shouldn't speak my opinions anymore." And then walks away. To me, that's that. Oh, okay, you know what? We're gonna stick with games, and that's what we're committed to. It's like that's not what anybody wants. We don't want you to just say we'll never talk about this again. Mm-hmm. But I think also some companies have an uphill battle here, and every time something like this comes up, where it's like, whoa, they crossed the line, or they said some joke that's not appropriate, it makes me think of Sonic the Hedgehog at Sonic the Hedgehog, which a couple of years ago started to get really feisty. And like when we were at game trailers, we said some not nice things about Sonic in some of our videos, and like they openly called us out for it. Yeah, and I loved that. And like yeah. I think Sonic is just in a great place to be like it's a franchise that's still around they're still making games it's still something that people continually parse the quality of like this game over this game um but it he's you know sonic's had gone through some rough patches uh and obviously is like never going to be as popular or prolific as mario and so there's just like a lot of things around the franchise right but there's a lot of things around the franchise that i think puts sonic in a unique position to be funny you know to to kind of look back at its history and you know kind of push forward a little bit and you have a little bit of sass but like cd project red no like just go make your amazing rpgs you know like like you know gog like no just go (laughs) like you're you're a game service that like you are speaking on behalf of so many of these games that are on your service. Like just, yeah. just, so, just the, the two entities that I would at the very, you know, I think uh, very least expect them to be acting like this or see some kind of like got to get views. Cause you know, sales are down on Witcher. Like, no, like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To me, I, I do think, I think what I assume, and maybe this is too much of a benefit of the doubt is it's three separate instances of like, Oh, I'm honestly, I had no idea. That's honest. That is what I am imagining. Trying to give them benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I think like the cynical view, mm-hmm. uh, because all three of these, especially the the latter two, are basically the same joke at the expense of gender and like that kind of arena. And it like cynically, if I'm really thinking conspiratorially, it's like someone maybe doesn't have an agenda, but someone has a certain view and is trying to test how far they can push it. And whenever they get swatted down, they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, didn't understand what we were doing. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I wonder. And, I, and, and what sucks is that there's no apology to communicate that it's not that. Right. And I, like, there, there is positive growth there. Like, I've seen people in social settings, in person and online, like, say something, they're corrected. Uh, that's actually not kind of appropriate. And here's why. Like, you know, okay, I've never seen that perspective. I apologize. I didn't mean that. I'm like, great. This was an actually cool learning moment. And I wonder if a lot of people, even though offensive things were said, are seeing this discourse and are learning themselves. Okay, I didn't, you know, learn about that. But if you are in this position, 
you're a PR manager for a yes. game service Come or a on. game developer. Time. Don't even try. Like, don't just stop. You're and and clearly you are not equipped. Ah, uh, yeah. From the little I know about the internal workings of this company, it seems like they don't care. Right. It seems like they really don't. That, that like internally, there's not arguments. Like, no, there's not a lot of whip cracking going on when these things happen. And yeah. I think that's right, why they that, happen that's again. That's the joke behind it, and that's how you use hashtags, right? I think it's it'll just like, sadly oh, take something way more media. severe at this to like have yeah. them really kind of being held accountable. And I just, or like, have just, it impact them negatively. Or, it's not going to affect cyberpunk sales. You know, it's like, I don't think. Uh, you're right. Right. And exactly that. I, I just, uh, but it will hurt people. You know, I guess that's where it, that's, that's where, that's where it hurts. Um, but yeah, I do. I, and I think there's value to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is a guy. We know him. Is his name Aaron? Oh. Or are you going to say who, who, who... Sonic the Hedgehog is? The person who runs the account? Yeah. You is could it, name them? Yeah. Okay. It's not a secret, right? He's like their social media I don't media think manager. it's a secret, but like, yeah. Anyway, he's really yeah. good. You know yeah. what I mean? And he'll, he can apologize oh, yeah. for a Whoever, bad Whoever's oh, yeah. running Arby's yeah. Chan- yeah. Thing, thing is on point. I was like thinking about Arby's as well. And I was saying that. That's yeah. someone who does their research, right. who picks the right things. Mm-hmm. Who And I think it's not, I don't get the vibe that they're like, we're actually playing this game. Like, I know you're probably not. You know, it's like, I know you're not watching that show or into that thing. But man, you spent a lot of time on that weird napkin yeah. creation yeah. thing. So it's like, I, you know, I... I I enjoy it, even if I know you're or think you're in, actually into this thing or not. Right, because so it's I, a celebration. It's, it's fun. weird. It's weird that a game studio should focus on having a good social media person. Because if I was CG product, yeah, I get it. That's the last thing I would care about. Obviously, I'm this person who hates Twitter, right? But it's just it is a valuable thing for your brand to have somebody who's good at it. Yeah. Is I wonder. I, I wonder yeah. if they just don't have a person who's assigned to it, and they're like, somebody tweet something. Kind of like Easy Allies. Right. Yeah. I mean, we all just tweet. Yeah, we all tweet as easy allies from time to time. I would love some transparency from this. And if I wish they would come out and address it more instead of some blanket PR, you know, or, or use it, it like, like each one out, of these things are opportunities to talk about the greater yeah. issue, you know, and that's yeah. and that's my issue. That's what frustrates me so much is that they bring these issues into it. And then when are called on it are not only like we're not apologizing, but let's just stop talking about yeah. this. And it's like you brought it up mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you're the one that suddenly steered us in this direction. So we're here. Yeah, let's do it. The and it's third like, time. Yeah. yeah. Like say something. Yep. Yeah. Say something that isn't. I'm sorry if you were. Yeah. If you were hurt, you know it's just shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's now time for love and respect. Love and respect. Yeah, I tried to make that not too politicized. You know what I mean? I know the comment already. I read your comment. I see it. I see it before you write it. Man, I wish these guys would stay out of politics. I think there was I think hey. there's an interesting discussion throughout that, you know. This isn't politics. This is marketing. I mean, yes. <laughs> that's why it's just that's why it's like politics is so I mean, it's broad political, now. but is it though? Like oh you, I mean, <gasps> there's this old saying, like by not saying anything, you still are political. Man, yes. You can be you can be neutral, which is a political stance, but you can't not be political whether you like it or not. Yeah, I get you. Unfortunately. Hubert, this one's for you. Nice. Ooh, oh, yeah. Tomb Raider. Sales. Yep, yeah. yeah Let's here go. It is. I remember. <laughs> this week, Steam users review-bombed Shadow yeah. the Tomb Raider for having a 34% off sale only a month after release. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be interesting to hear your take on how to best manage the price of a game during its lifetime. When is it appropriate to have the first sale? How much can it be off before you feel like you were losing too much value? And... 
Review bombing may be a visible and effective way for a community to show their negative feelings about major decisions developers and publishers make for a game. But what do you think of it as a tool used this way? Love and respect, Benny. Lots of interesting questions there. A lot of questions. A lot, yes. lot to unpack. Yes. I also think the... Um the deluxe edition. This is what I really want to talk about too. The deluxe edition with the season pass was like fifty percent off, so Ooh. even more than uh, the regular. Right, and that's directly coming at like the most hardcore fans, the people who buy the 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 deluxe edition at launch, uh, and then a month a month down the line. <laughs> it's like, like we're the month and a week right now, right? Yeah. Yes. And actually, I think it was last week. So basically, a month. Yeah. Yeah. So that hurts. Does it hurt? If I was a fan, yeah. If I, if I was someone who bought like an $80 version of a game day one, I'm there showing my support, going through as Laura Croft. And Laura then co- Croft? Lara. Thank you. No, they hate that too. I've seen so many. They hate sorry. that more than politics. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then a couple weeks down the line, it's like, oh, well, you could have got it for $40 if you just waited a little longer. Yeah. So then what are you telling me as a fan? Do you want me here at day one or not? So I look at it like they just don't care because they have my money. It wasn't they have the, the fans' cash from the early month. They say, okay, all of our all of our hardcore fans, right, they've already bought in, sales are going down, let's go after everyone else. Even if it means sorry. Sorry, people that already bought it. I think you have plans, Huber. I don't think this was plan A. No. Yeah. This I is do not plan think B. they were planning to do oh, this. Sure. this yeah, yeah. Yes. Of course, of course. When's to me, too soon? Sorry? To me it read like to me, what I read was like this game was a failure at launch. We're trying to sell it to short up numbers. Is that not true? That's that. It, to me, it seemed like a desperation move. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but they, yeah. it still did better than the last game. Oh, but yeah, because of that weird Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it clearly did not meet expectations. That's yeah, I mean, part. it's like I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. Now they know, mm-hmm. but like they should have put this game out at thirty four percent cheaper. I guess originally, <laughs> Perfect World, right? But like. Yeah. No, that diminishes the value of a game. Sure. If you if you launch that game as a $40 game, yeah. like yeah. people want it less. It's so weird. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's like I just put on it's my a vote of no confidence. My hat and I'm thinking like it is what it is. It does suck. But the people it it sucks that the people that get hurt the most are the biggest fans. Of yeah, the game. but that usually happens in business, yeah. though. I, I want to say yeah. this the flip side. I but there's say, gotta be there's gotta so we, be another way. So Maybe don't give the the season pass edition a discount. So at least the people that bought in really early with the season pass, then at least they're like, okay, well, you know, you know could have saved a little bit on the base game. I mean, slashing the entire package half off. Like, there's gotta be a better way to to. Give your your loyal fan base the benefit of the doubt somehow, some way. Yeah, I, I believe mean, like, in that. If instead of doing a thirty four percent discount or whatever, you calculate the cost of your uh, season pass, include it for free from now on at full price purchases, and then like I don't know, people get mad because you'd have to refund the cost to people who bought it earlier than that. I don't know, yeah. but that could be a way to do it. I don't know. I think just what happened here is it two extremes: uh, too early, too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it like it, it is. Uh, if they're trying to see how far they can push a thing, they push too far. Right. Like, like if it was five percent for three days, people would be like, "Yeah, whatever." 
Yeah. It was 25 on PS4, I saw. Sure. I think it was like 34% on Steam, right? Right, that's what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Huber, I think if it was 25% off Steam, we wouldn't have review bombs. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just, sometimes numbers do matter. You know, we talk about, like, numerical values. Like, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, that little percentage. But for some reason, that 9% was enough to make people feel cheated. Yeah. It's crazy. And I want to talk about review bombing because... Review bombing. There was just an article about this. Where did I read this? I don't know. Maybe it was about Tomb Raider, but... I, okay, I can't I can't bring anything up because I, I don't remember the Let source. Me, tell me your thoughts. It's very it like I, it, the basically the article I read was about how the color changes on the Steam the Steam page. So okay. if you have positive reviews, it's a nice uh, jolly blue, a nice soothing blue for positive reviews on what? Steam. Yeah, and if it's mixed or worse, it's like a a poopy brown. No or, way. I, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cue up Steam right now. Yeah. Uh, this may have been the anatomy. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Polygon campaign. article. Yep. Polygon. Yeah, and about how blue, much? And then or yellowy orangey. Yeah. Poopy, and the orangey. developer. I don't, that is poopy brown. I don't yeah. know which developer said it, but it was basically like, yo, the there's so much power here. He's, they're like, I'm afraid to say how much power is in this, these reviews yeah. on Steam. Yeah. Steam reviews are a big deal. And so, yeah, to Benny's point, it is a good way to voice your discontent. Yeah. For a community to say, like, I, I'm mad about this. Mm-hmm. It's effective. Yeah. yeah the word an effective, effective way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, I shouldn't have said good right. way. It is Not an good. effective way. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that's the thing about it is it's a double-edged sword, right? Because... Protest is good, and making your voice heard is great. Uh, when it's abused, like anything, it's bad. But when it's used properly to voice actual concern like this, like discontent, it's a good tool. To, mm-hmm. It's an effective tool. The article is actually a really good read. It got into into really nitty gritty of like there some some games don't have tech support, so people were going on the reviews thing, giving the game one out of ten because they were like, oh, the game uh, uh, crashed or whatever. Yeah, so they're giving it, you know, rev- basically like using it as tech support to see like one out of ten. What the heck? Just crap. Yeah. So, I think yeah, wild. I think my two major issues with it are that where I, I you know. It would seem to me that a lot of that would be knee-jerk of just like, I got upset five minutes later, I'm on the site writing, and it's like, maybe do a little bit. I hope I would hope you'd read a little bit more or mm-hmm. look at the big picture and, you know, maybe try to figure out the, you know, like you were saying, it's a, if it's effective, like that might be the most productive use of your time, unfortunately. Also, too, as somebody who reviews something, like, that sucks. That, like, you're taking a format of something I respect and try to work very hard to do in a yeah. in a respectful well, way and just being like, ha-ha, one. Totally. Like, well, oh, that's why that, you know. the one out of ten, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, using a tool that, yeah. that we think about a great deal, you know, and just like, oh, I can, oh, Jones, but I, mean, I can like, just completely are, poison the well. They're they're different. In two seconds. I think yeah. I've I've always looked at at those as two different things, like Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. Like user reviews is a different. Oh, of course, I mean, like one's well, but yeah. this is again the whole conversation is not what we think it means. Yeah. No, no, but, but yeah. like as an end user, like Steam reviews to me aren't here's necessarily the quality of this game. It's like, does this game have technical problems? Yeah. Like, yeah. and like phone games, it's like all, most of the one stars are like, this doesn't work on my brand of phone. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, it has nothing to do with the quality yeah. of the, the content. You know, I, w- I would really like to see it cleaned up. Uh, good luck asking Valve or Steam for anything. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Just kidding. What do you mean? Just kidding. I mean, he's not wrong. That was a good singer. Don't, don't <laughs> apologize for that. I guess. Uh, I would like to see it cleaned up. I would like to see certain guidelines to maybe get like preferred 
preferred reviewer on there. Maybe you get a badge. Maybe there's a separate category for like preferred reviewers, something like Yelp style. Uh, and another interesting thing is when someone reviews it, it says how much they've played, how many hours. So maybe you have to log a certain amount of hours per game before you're allowed to review it or something. I know there'd probably be loopholes around that where you just keep the game running or something, but at least it would take people an extra step before they could review bomb. Or maybe sure. maybe there's so. something called ideas, like Huber. maybe there's something called like a suggestion box that's like for stuff where it's like yeah. I'm having a technical problem and under a certain threshold of hours or whatever, yeah, you go in the suggestion box instead of review. It's just or what whatever. I've learned from this though is it I think I would it sucks because it hurts the publishers, it hurts the developers to do that. Clearly you get poopy brown and that's gonna that's yeah. just dooming your game. Yeah. However, yeah, if you're mad at a game, it works. How can I say like don't yeah. do it to a person? How could I like how But I I've firsthand witnessed great games get review bombed with one out of tens because people are pushing their views on it, you know? Yeah, yeah like Tomb Raider... It, hey, it's a good game, man. You're right. Yeah. It doesn't deserve a low percentage. A one we out know of it ten. This is exactly that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I do like Steam has two scores. The The other one is like more recent reviews. Mm. That's like uh, how No Man's yeah, Sky got I back like up that, again. Yeah. Got it. And so they do do something like that. And so, yeah, Tomb Raider can recover from this. And so, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it's weird. It's definitely a, like it's a, a sticky wicket, as Ian would say. Uh, I don't know how to handle that one. It's interesting. Maybe have the Metacritic score up there predominantly, or the Open Critic, I mean. Sure. You know, next to the user reviews. We should play a game. Let's do it. Uh, is that game too easy for... You know what? This isn't really a game, but this will be fun. This will be a fun one. Okay. All right. Love and respect. Well, well, well. The spookiest month has fallen upon us once again. Five long years ago. The PS4 and Xbox were about to be launched. And you, as game trailers, published two videos about aspects of the Xbox One and PS4 which terrified you to the core. <laughs> I want to revisit these Great. and ask Great. if your fears were justified. Great. This is amazing. So, yeah, this is a, a time of game trailers we had to make <coughs> content. It was like, make videos about these launches. And you know, we had like graphics that are just like, it's a war. And there was like, ding, ding. And they just like, the consoles like clashed against each other and everything. It was dumb. It was very dumb. And so we made two separate videos, just like things we're scared about for Xbox One, things we're scared about for PlayStation 4. Okay, great. Uh, we have five for Xbox One. We were scared of the Red Ring of Death. Right. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Didn't turn out to be justified. I would say Xbox One hardware seems pretty good. Solid. Yep. Still got my original. Yep. Solid. Yeah. Uh, like, controllers becoming disconnected. I've had that happen to me. Mm -hmm. But generally, like, pretty, no red rings. Nothing that disastrous. Yeah. So, yeah. Why would we, why were we scared? Uh, too much executive restructuring turned out to be a good thing. So at that time, Don Matrick was still boss, right? It, it, like there was, it was a weird thing where Xbox didn't have a head of Xbox for a long time, and like Don Matrick left, and then it was like shifting around, weird stuff happening. Uh, turned out to be a good thing because Phil Spencer turned out to shift into that boss situation of Xbox, and today more even beyond that, um, big boss man. Yes, and it worked. That turned out to be another unjustified fear. Well, yeah. it was a, a good fear for a year, basically. Uh, and so, yeah, kind of a resolved fear, which is kind of interesting. Number three, 
too much reliance on the cloud. <laughs> ah. That is something we were scared of. <laughs> I don't sure. know. Xbox One might have too much reliance on the cloud. Like, no. They talked about it so much. We were buying yeah. into Crackdown, man. Yeah. We were buying in. <laughs> I yeah. think we're gonna make fun of ourselves in a similar way about like what Always. we say now about game streaming, you know? Oh, for like, sure. Of course. Oh, be able oh, to that's why these games game. are so good. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Awesome. Oh man. Shows what morons we are. It's great. Mm-hmm. The titles of these, I found the video. Oh, nice. And I'm looking at the PS4 one. The titles of the categories are so funny. <laughs> oh, am I like reading them wrong? Oh, I haven't. You haven't said any of the ones I've seen. I just saw the first two of the PlayStation one. All right, oh, okay. so number we're on Xbox. Oh. Number four. The connect requirement. Mm-hmm. Hey, worth being, you know what? Yeah, worth being totally. scared about. Yeah. That is something they resolved. A we lesson they right learned right that. away. Yeah. Yes. They flipped the switch. Yeah. Did and you have to buy it with Xbox One at launch? Yeah. yeah. You had to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah you came with it in the box. And, and that's why it cost like 50 bucks and more. Like here, where you couldn't turn it on without yeah. the connect out of the box when it first launched. Oh my god. You gosh. needed that connect for the console to function. <laughs> What a silly, silly move! <laughs> yeah. Look, the the Perfect like summary, the, the apex of it was yeah. when yeah. The, their own press conference turned everyone's Xbox off. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, stop! I this. loved that. That <laughs> was so this. good. You maniacs! Funny that you know, uh, you know, we love our personal assistants that we talk. Alexa, you know, we love yeah. that now, but like, we didn't need the camera. We didn't need it to like read our hand movements. Um, I remember there was uh, in one of the paranormal <laughs> no, movies they like use a connect. for some reason I, that's funny I don't know why this keeps coming back to me but I keep <laughs> and this was an Xbox One but uh, I keep thinking about the Mass Effect weapons yeah remember dude. that remember when you like they put it together and two people on stage like yeah and it's like this has got to be one of the least requested <laughs> most ineffective modes I've ever seen oh, added man. to a popular franchise so yeah that was 360 and I think he actually said grenade grenade to throw a grenade, <laughs> grenade yeah yeah. Oh man, grenade! And like splinter like cell, saying right? grenade splinter is more cell. fun than throw, pressing a button. Like that's so dense. Yeah. Number five, <laughs> DRM issues resolved. Oh, I think co- before yeah. the console even launched. No, yeah. of course they said we're sorry about that. Yep. You know what? That was stupid. Cool, dude. Mm. Backwards compatibility. They're crushing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're destroying it, dude. I, just, I don't know why. I'm they're moving it. NPD My numbers. Connected the both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We had Modern Warfare two not too long ago. PS four. Our first fear. Promises of Vita synergy would go unfulfilled. Very unfulfilled. <laughs> yep. The cat. The, yep. The category on that is called the. La- you just a, take out a, the word synergy. A nightmare on Vita Street. Oh, we were being cute. We were definitely being cute there. I get that. Shout out to Matt Blair for uh, rocking remote play on more than one occasion. Oh yeah. Destiny. He was yeah. always yeah. remote playing. Yep. So cool. Only yeah. only human being I know personally it, that used remote. But play. everyone who did it loves it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It always like kind of worked. I did it. Uh, I played uh, Diablo three remote play once from Dude. my bedroom to my living room. That's awesome. And it's not like gone. You could do that today. You can still do remote play today. And so it's not like it didn't happen. It's just I don't know underutilized. Right? Is that is that Sony's fault or is it just an undesirable feature? Mm-hmm. They should have done like some multiplayer stuff with it. Some guys yeah. on the PS4. Some guys on the Vita. I think you can do that, dude. Do some crazy. But there's, there's some input delay when you're doing remote play. Got it. And and the Vita didn't have, like, easy R2 buttons. Yeah, some games you oh. just don't want to so play. So, like, Diablo yeah. 3 as a wizard, They're not R2 being considered like the for the system. It just functions on the system. Yeah. Yeah, and, Ian, like, what, it would use a touchscreen for R2 or something? Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to like, touch the back touchscreen and mm. then hit R1, I think. Like, uh, the shoulder button, it was weird. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Number two. 
no exclusives. Wow. Who said that? So GameTrailers.com so said good. that. We said the last exclusive on the left. For I remember one. these, definitely. Yes. They're all horror movie names. Any of these. No exclusives. The <laughs> Well... Well, I mean, so the thing is, PlayStation was Fear Averted. Yeah. Yeah, Fear Averted. <laughs> but I, I would say that for the maybe even the first two years, the PlayStation 4 did not have a lot of big exclusives. Like, you PlayStation know, they, 3 had a lot of franchises that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And a lot of new ones. It was just kind of like we were waiting to for that team to do something new. Well, I mean, we had Last of Us that year on PS3. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a weird thing. But um, I, I, I feel like what it kills on Shadowfall? Shadowfall. Infamous Second Son. Just kind of like washed off, right? It was a yeah. glass of water. Yeah. And so, yeah, they had some exclusives that just didn't stick, didn't explode like Horizon Zero Dawn did, you know, like Spider-Man did, obviously. And so, yeah, I think that was a fair concern. Man. But... I cannot get behind it. It's wait, why? <laughs> it's you say well, it's first, like a punchline now, but I mean... Wouldn't you say the first two years were kind of weak, though? Yeah, but you look back at, like, PlayStation's 2 and 3 and 1's catalog, like, the... the first parties are there the exclusive feel there. like this might have been born out of a lot of games that were previously playstation exclusives broke with that and became multi-platform during that generation yeah was well, sunset like, overdrive announced at this point already like insomniac ditching ratchet and clank to go to microsoft for sunset yes, that's yes. a big blow yeah, yeah okay all and right then the big ones like metal gear going multi-platform Final Final Fantasy 13 okay. at the all xbox right. conference remember the yep. fallout from that that yep. was like a huge thing as well also i remember i remember last of us having just come out was like a blow against it yeah because right everyone's like their big one just came out they're not gonna have mm. another one for a year and a half and then and like a big release for them was last of us hd you know yeah got it well not right. remastered um came around to it. yeah and, and <laughs> i think it's right to bring up the xbox one launch which had a ton of exclusives announced and coming out uh, Rise? Rise. Uh, Dead uh, Rising. Yep. That dragon game? Scalebound? No. 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 Uh, oh. oh, it's a flying dragon game. Lair? No. no. <laughs> uh, it's like from the Panzer Dragoon team. They made a red crimson yeah, something. It's, I forget it's what whatever. it's called. Yeah, but again, that was kind of a glass of water, it turned out. No, uh, uh, Twisted Pixel, they, they bought that studio, uh, Explosion Man. Uh, they got that studio, and they just made that, like... Crimson Dragon, yeah. Crimson Dragon. Nice pull. Um, they made that, like, bad, like, you're just pulling a guy, your motor, your robot motorcycle who's just pulling a guy. Oh, yeah. And remember they, like... They, that was that, like, Ethan. They oh, liked yeah. these games. Yeah, that's right. Xbox yeah. One, yeah. they liked super yeah. weird comedy yeah. stories. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Well, yeah. I know, but I like, saw that. I, can't I was just see like, that. I think it was like yeah. the first game I, I totally got to remember play. That game. Yeah. What? <laughs> but like coming in, like you and, and you knew <laughs> they had Halo, right? You knew they had Gears of War, and you knew they had a Forza game coming out in this thing. Xbox One coming into its launch definitely was stronger on exclusives. Loco yeah. Cycle. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. Loco Cycle. Cycle. That was a game. Uh, okay. Another thing we were scared about with the PS4. Okay. Day one patches. <laughs> okay. Hey. <laughs> We nailed it. The patches have eyes. Yep. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Huh? I love a day one patch. Tell me why you love a day one I patch. I love it. Why? Because it's showing that they're continuing to work on the game even after it's done to iron some last minute stuff out. Like when I get a game and I install it and there isn't a day one patch, 
I'm like, like no, uh, no, Huber, that's so backwards, yeah, man. I I'm into it. I love, I love patches, dude. I love patches. Loving them, loving them is intense. Yes, like I don't, I like. Give me those patches. I like MMO patches with new content, but I don't like fixing the stuff that should have been there. I'm not mad at them though. Like, I think patches are just a, it's a part of the business now. It's like. Like, I get a dopamine, I'm not even trolling right now, I get a dopamine rush when I turn on my PS4 for the day, and a game that I'm playing, bling, has a patch downloading. It feels good. Right, but like... You're like, fit optimizing, I love Huber, it. Wait, wait. Stability optimization, you, let's go. Fix Huber, though, it's, it's I guess nine. he does like the idea behind it. I was just saying, he just like seeing the, like, progress bar. Progress bars are good. He's just like, yeah, another we progress, progress bar. bar. But we Huber, going Huber this it's, it's this Thursday night, you've preloaded Red Dead, <laughs> Two hours. it's 9pm, you're yeah. about to play it, yeah. and then it has a one hour download of a patch. Like, you wanna, you wanna scream. That's... I guess the day one part is a bummer, but I understand that, like, the game has been pressed. Mm -hmm. It's off to the races. Yeah. And then this has to come online. But often when it's pressed, it's not in a final form. Because it takes, like, shipment and, and right. packaging. That's a long, long so process. That, I think that's something that started this generation is, like, what they put on the disc is not what they intend you to play. They want you to play the day one patch version. Gotta get the patch. Full disclosure, every time we get, uh, not every time, but many times we get review codes. They're saying, make sure you've got this day one patch downloaded. Yeah. Or in the case of Spider-Man, we, yeah. we didn't. I mean, we didn't have photo mode. We didn't have a lot of that cool stuff. Yeah. Added after the fact. Wasn't, right. uh, was it, uh, was it Metal Gear 5 that the disc literally didn't have anything on it? It was like a 25 megabyte <laughs> file and you just downloaded everything? Some, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> That's, I I would believe it. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I, I watched a lot of no smoking yeah. loading screens. Yeah. yeah, that's four. Oh, five we're talking about. Wait, yeah. five five had one disc. Uh, yeah, I thought there was nothing on it. I'll look. I'll look it into PC, it. So I don't know oh, I see what you mean. Is like just, it, the disc just initiated the install? Is think about having yeah. a party at your right. house, or yeah. when your parents come to visit, and if like they call and they're like, "We're pulling up now," are you gonna be like, "Well, I'm gonna stop cleaning." Because they're here. You know what I mean? I'm just going to stop. Or you're going you're gonna to be scrubbing every last countertop until they show up. Or you're going to be putting out chips or cups or whatever. And it's just like, I think if you're working on a game, you're always going to take advantage of that every single time. Like, yeah. like you, I've said this, I said this last week or on, on, a, on an early podcast. We were like, the game they press is not the game that they think you're going to play. Like, I don't think it ever is. Like, I don't think any mm -hmm. game has ever gone gold. And the developer's like, well... We're done. We're done. It's like we're, we we got to stop. We 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 got to get this game in people's hands at some point. That was, and that yeah. that that quote unquote finished game or the finish line or the you know the the end zone. It's just invisible. It's like we you know we we'll hope we got it all. And like you, you're there's gonna be something at the last minute. You're like oh damn it. Yeah, like, yeah it's fair, Jones. It's fair because stupid thing. I think or photo photo mode. Are we gonna are we gonna push this game back two more weeks for a photo mode or is this something we can just yeah put in there on day one. And it's not going to kill the game if it doesn't have it or doesn't work properly. And I know some patches are, some are massive, but usually they're way smaller than like the downloading the entire game. Like a sure. game is like 50 gigs. Mm -hmm. Patches are usually like, can be megabytes, like 500 megs or up to like a gig or two. So, so mentality has uh, been around since before. You could download patches and stuff. Like games, like physical cartridge games, had revisions that came out. This one is publicized. Dude, right. You didn't have that, but you'd get like a game that had like here's version one point one, here's mm -hmm. version one point two. Like, but that's rare. 
And and what I, I mean, guess, it's only rare because it wasn't documented. But like the more people dig into the past, the more they're finding like almost a lot of games have multiple versions. Yeah. Uh, just just on cartridge, but they couldn't do it the, the way we the do it now. Fire Temple chance was crazy. We were talking yes. about codes. Yeah. This I mean, one point one two to mm-hmm. one point one three or we're talking about Ocarina yeah. of Time. Crazy. We're talking yeah. about like back to like NES games, like uh, like Maniac Mansion had like multiple versions as well. It's just like holy crap! Like this mm-hmm. is a. Uh, yeah, it goes back a long time. Next easy countdown. Count, yeah, next easy countdown. Hmm. Top ten patches. No, <laughs> no, don't you dare. Impossible. All right, so Ian was correct about Metal Gear Solid Five. It was the PC version that only had eight point seven eight megabytes Steam installer on disk. I think with wow, PC, man, with PC, it version? make it's a le- it's less crazy on a PC. I yeah, think. like if it was a PS4 that did that, I'd be like, what? Right, <laughs> you're buying a PC disc. You're kind of a weirdo in the first place. A disc for Steam. I stand by that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right? Like, no, I mean, they still make P- they print oh, PC discs. Okay, they do it still. I don't think yeah. any of our yeah, PCs yeah. have a disc drive. Mine does not. Majority of them I have, yeah, ours yeah. does not. Yeah. yeah. I have three PCs and none of them have it. It's crazy. Uh, another thing, man, we we went off on that. Sorry, man. <laughs> I, I, I like patches. I like discussing video games. <laughs> but, uh, number four, limited Bluetooth compatibility. Yes. Uh, I still have a Bluetooth headset, cannot connect to the PS4. Ah, right, right. Ooh. Yeah. So, sure, I mean, that was a fear. I, I don't think it's a significant fear, no. right? It's not something that at the end of the PS4, we're like, well, never had that Bluetooth compatibility, failure of a console, right? It's just like the tiniest thing against it. Maybe we thought Bluetooth would be like just massive. It's kind of massive, man. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Well, you don't, you don't, yeah, like everyday blue, you know, Bluetooth and all the time. Sure. You don't know if Sony's ignoring it because they don't need it or because there's something wrong or, or if it's a sign of, of other changes they're going to make to the console. I think it's just Jones. I think it was cost. I think it was console cost. They just don't want to put in there. Yeah. Make it cheaper. But it's just, it's easy to to point your finger at it with fear. I think there is a dongle. Please, in the comments, let me know if there's a dongle you can buy to make your uh, Bluetooth headsets work on a PS4. Big bug. We big, got a we got a big bug tonight. Big bug. That's a Halloween bug. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, number, a, it's a recruitment character. Number five. Yeah, we gotta recruit that guy. Uh, no backwards compatibility. Yup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, that is a valid fear, and we are nearing the end of the PS4's life cycle, and I do not have hope for any backwards compatibility coming to the console. Except for that rumor. And the biggest bust is the hashtag PS2 to PS4. Remember that movement? Yes. That was so big for a minute. They had mm-hmm. like all the Rockstar games on there. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you played uh, Rogue Legacy. Not Rogue Legacy. Rogue Galaxy. Rogue Galaxy. Yep. Had a fun timeline that yeah, game. Yeah, Mark of Cree and stuff. Yep. And then there's like none. Yep. So. Didn't sell. Didn't sell. Yeah. It was not worth the investment. It was cool too because they like up them and added trophies to PS2 games. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. Figured they could put them all on disc and charge more. Yep. And that works for them. I, oh, man. That'll be an interesting thing next generation. I wonder how they're going to handle backwards compatibility. It's going to be a whole discussion. Is that a debunked rumor? I swear, in the last few months, there's a rumor about one of the features, the patents they turned up was like backwards compatibility through PS1 onward. Uh, for a PS5. Yeah, it was a weird... The, it was a but, method. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't like direct discs. Right. Because I only expect PS4 disc games to be directly compatible with PS5. Right. I think it'd be crazy to expect any of the other older ones to. Right. What was patented was like a weird method of swapping out textures. 
which I think is something they already do. It, it's basically how Parappa the Rapper was HD last year. I right, think isn't that, that is like what that was game, part just of like the OG game with that. Yeah, it's that, that thing, right? Right. Well, it was a PSP version of the game. Yeah. Where they just swapped okay. out textures. I remember. Okay. No, Same code and everything. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, number six, Gaikai is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Gaikai is their game streaming service. Obviously, called PlayStation Now. Now, is it too good to be true? At the time, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I forget. They didn't even I, have a name for it. They didn't have yeah. any footage. There was no demo. It was just kind of like mm-hmm. imagine a world. You're yeah. Like, Imagine being able to demo every game on the shelf. That is one thing they said. Go ahead, pick it up, play the game right now. No, there was no effort to implement that. That's why I love these games because you forget that stuff. You forget those weird things that they mention at the beginning Mm -hmm. of it. Like I think one of my one of my favorite things that like was applauded away was when they announced when they first started talking about the 360. You know, we're finally untethering the, the the player from the console, the wireless controller, and they said and backwards compatibility. And everyone was like, yeah. They started clapping over him saying with top selling Xbox games. So everyone was like, every game is going to be great on there. And you're like, you're making too much noise. You missed him saying not every game. Yeah. Just a handful, you know, months at a time. Which I think they do on purpose. Oh, of course. Yeah. No. They're like, if we say the big thing here and then kind of say the smaller bad news right after it. That is simply too cynical. I won't allow that. Dude, no. I think it's possible. I think you certainly did. Know yeah, when. did PlayStation do PlayStation that? PlayStation straight they... up did that when they when they like shadow announced that you had to pay for P- PlayStation Plus to play online. Now, yeah, they like that, that one. They I like snuck it in there. Straight up. Yes. Yeah. This is making me think something we should definitely do when we hit the PS5, Xbox Two like announcement cycle. Hmm. We should do a, a stream of some kind where we rewatch the original announcement like. I would videos. love to do that. Where we, we just like see how they were. We're going yeah. into the new ones. Yeah. It'd be like very useful. Dude, I think they'll be very different. Sign me up. Uh, and finally, number seven, uh, in relation to what we just talked about. Very nervous about the PlayStation 4. <laughs> we have seven to things. pay for online multiplayer. Ah, yeah. Yeah, well, we do. And yeah, most we, of the we games. pay for it. Um, I, wonder, I think everyone in this room pays for a PlayStation online multiplayer. Plus, yeah. Yeah. I'm on plus. Yeah. I'm on plus. Y'all on plus? I'm on plus. Oh, we're on Nintendo Plus now. <laughs> I'm not on. I've, I'm not. I've actually I resisted Nintendo Plus so nice. far. Have you? I have. I didn't get it yet. Yeah. Okay. Dummy on you. Yeah. I of saw course. You. He, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did have a moment where I was like, oh, but if I lose my saves, though, you know, and I like thought about doing. I haven't it played online on it yet, though. No. Yeah. Smash. Not gonna play online. If Smash buckles one frame online. <laughs> Prepare to be disappointed, Huber. Prepared for review bombs. Please. Yeah. Huber yeah. <laughs> fan number one. Yeah. Please don't buckle, Smash. Uh, Hang in there. The videos are worth a watch if you can track them down. You even picked a user-submitted fear for both. And wouldn't you know it, you picked mine for PlayStation. Nice. Whoa. It was a PlayStation killed my grandfather, a PS2 killed my father, a PS3 killed me. I'm already dead now, but I worry for my child. <laughs> Not a terrible joke, but I think it could have reworked a little. No, that's from Boston Sean. You nailed it. <laughs> I'm dead now, but I worry for my child. That's that's funny. I remember Boston Sean now, actually. That's a yeah. winner. That's a winner. Yeah, that was good. That was a fun game. Uh, thank you for reminding us of how foolish we were. And, like, uh, you know, we prescient we were sometimes we, we got that you know yeah. we saw some things let's do an extremely quick one is it time for another sly cooper title eternal love and respect drd 7 to 14 oh, brad was here yeah nah nah damiani no it's like the Our disagreement w- here yeah well not like this week right. you know like let spyro do its thing yes and then okay and yeah yes yeah yes a good a good sly cooper big budget spend money on it don't cheap out on this give it the time 
give it the bucks, it could be good. I'm with you, Johns. It could be so good. Yes. Okay. So yes, there's there's none Kinda, on PS4. Oh, even if you gave it some, like some Uncharted Four vibes too, just like yeah. one last heist. Exactly. You're like, oh, you know, it's Ooh, like, Jones you know what I mean? Jones, I'm getting dude. chills. Yeah, yeah. the oh. last heist, Sly Cooper, the last yep. heist. Oh, baby, <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's like, he's like older. Like, I gotta retire, but one last heist. Yes. Jones, dude, <laughs> don't tell me that, to Brad. You won't out. be able to sleep. Yes, Bentley is like <laughs> out for this one. He's like, he's like in jail. Sly, I'm <laughs> out. Yeah, just like I can't do it anymore. Yeah, you gotta bust him out. Yes. With like Sly's kid walking around, finds out who Sly really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Beach house. Heck yeah! All right, time for bets. Next week's bets: Red Dead Redemption Damn. Two will be released Friday, October sixth, twenty sixth. But we're not going to talk about that. I was going to uh, say, do I got the wrong bet here? No, no, no. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Here's I can win this one. Yep. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. Something, something bigger is coming out. You may have noticed, yeah, that I've avoided talking about that game this entire podcast. Uh, My Hero One's Justice comes out on that same day. <laughs> I will type those four words into YouTube and scroll down to the fourth video. How long into that video will it take for someone to get hit? And we determined arms, legs, and even energy blasts count as getting hit. Jones. Eight seconds. I'm feeling confident. Yeah, you are. You slammed that thing down. 13 seconds. Michael Huber. Three seconds. I have... Damn. Two seconds. Oh damn! Damiani's got those, those low bets. Yeah. For yeah. The SRB logo thing having to show up at the beginning. Well, this could gosh. be somebody's video. This could be a hey guys. It could totally no, be one of those. Yeah. This is good now. How about good. these apples? One second. All right. No. These are good bets. Let me lock those in. We got it. Yeah. Uh, Confidence. I feel. I have a good feeling about like your breadth. Yeah. You, you have a good. You have a good range good, of your good scores there. there. Let's talk about last week's bet. Soul Calibur Six released on Friday, October nineteenth. We went to create a soul on a fresh save to see how many headgear options there would be. Uh, determining uh, something that you wear on your head, above your eyebrows, it can go below your eyebrows, but it must start, there must be something above your eyebrows. I just realized it's just called creation now. Oh, Ben swore it was called create a soul. I asked him like twice. On the menu, it just says creation. Oh, okay. Just like Traditionally called create a soul. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe it's called like that somewhere else, but that. yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that's just what we all think of that mode as. It's like a borderline insult. Why don't you go create a soul? (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I get what that means, yeah. Uh, You could use a little soul creation, my friend. Spare some quarters. It's from software creating a soul right now? We don't know. Uh, Soul Calibers, oh, sorry. So, Jones, you bet 18 Mm -hmm. headgear pieces. Damiani, you bet 7. Brad bet 20. I bet there would be 14 headgear pieces, and so did Ian. We checked. There are 29 pieces of headgear, giving the win to Bradley Ellis. Nice. Yeah. I wanted to bet 30. I wanted to bet 40. I like, I, ah, 14 was so light, dude. So light. I feel, I feel bad about losing that one. So does Jones. I'll tell you why I feel bad. Why? It's over. It's 2018, over for we're done. No, they haven't hit the magic number yet. It's we could still over. do this. What if I don't believe in magic anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's done. Hey, no, Guilds of Ravnica is pretty good. Well, shoot. 2019. We got to come, come out swinging. We, we got Switch to Snakes starting in 2019. It's going to be a good even year, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking of actually Switch Snakes being on the team of these two and us joining up again. Oh. So Switch Snakes and the two middle seats are a team, and then you and I are a team, I think, next year. Ooh. Yeah. You know what? Ooh. Does that make... Well, because then Gr- Gorgeous Gorillas has one person that's always here then, I guess. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 
Jones, you kind of Jones kind of likes it. Yeah, but also Jones, I like. Hitting I mean, none of this makes sense. So yeah. like, that's not what I'm thinking. But I like hitting the magic number because then we get to play Or Wars. Or Wars. Yes, Ouro. I'm looking forward to playing Or Wars again. What's Or Wars again? Not I again. forgot. It's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what. The, but what is it? <laughs> you forgot already. It's, I a, forgot. it's a war horse. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> Red grouse is fourteen points. <laughs> Gorgeous gorilla is twenty-two. <laughs> Droopy eagles fourteen. <laughs> Switcher snake six. I gotta get one more war wars out of you before this is over, Kyle. One no, more. we gotta, dude. We gotta earn it. You gotta <laughs> okay. hit that magic number first. Okay. okay. <laughs> Because it used to, yeah, it's a buildup, you know? You just don't go straight to Aura Wars. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Easy Allies is the thing that keeps this goofy group going. Uh, you should check that out if you want to see how to support us, the kinds of things that we do, and all of the, the things that we make. Uh, yeah, cool website to check out. If you are a person who gives $5 a month or more to the Easy Allies, you get this podcast two days early in both video and audio forms. And, of course, you could submit to our segments called Love and Respect and Recruit Me. Now. And I've been informed. Oh. I'm glad they got these two jokers on here so I can yeah. bring this up again. What? Because I brought it up in front of Blood before. I was oh. shot down. <gasps> but. Look, we got your back. When I review a game, yes. I like to write a little extra for Patreon. So when the Patreon post goes up for review, I like that. You I write do. a yes. little. I, I take the gloves off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the facade of the editing, production values, it yes. all comes down. Mm-hmm. We get real and talk about the experience. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I intend to do that with whatever game I review next. So. If, if I were to review a game sometime in the immediate future mm-hmm. and you happen to catch it on YouTube, remember, oh, wait, Patreon, there's probably a little bit. I can really get to the What do you mean bloodshot you down? He was, oh, he just said nobody does. I'm like, I'm like I, uh, we do that, right? And he's like, you're the only person that does that. Well, John, <laughs> so like, I well, think that's cool. I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. I, think, I think that's cool, dude. So. Yeah. Yeah. A little like perspective on the, the heavy stuff that we deal with. Yeah. Um, and not heavy stuff, light stuff too. Extremely heavy. Yes. Uh, let us see. Speaking, yes, of recruit me. If Onum has survived. Oh no! Again, this is our skeletal bug. Why do I care? Skeletal Why insect. Because it's because of his blade, dude. I know. I know. Okay, here we go. He died. <laughs> Every time. I know, dude. I really wanted this. Never gets any easier. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets any easier. What do we need? Like a one through four? One through four, yeah. <laughs> but I picture Damiani to pile a boat. Yeah. <laughs> we're, all, we're already moving on. Come on, Damiani. We gotta go. You're oh, <laughs> just gonna man. leave him here. Are you rolling a d20 or a d10? D10. Okay. Oof. All right, uh, yeah. Huber, you're in the Brad seat. You get the right responsibility. Brad wins for me every time. Brad's good, man. He's Gosh. good. Yeah. Uh, you get to share your Twitter handle with the world. One you get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with. Simply popped into your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. Take it uh, away. At Michael P. Huber. Um, videos. 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 <laughs> Say it one more time. Yeah, and the video man shows up. You got some stuff coming. Yeah, Box Peak's coming. Yeah, what uh, what day is that? Friday, October 26th. Friday, October 26th. Check out Box Peak, because Kyle Bossman has worked real hard on it. So please watch it. Uh, And it's freaking 
jolly vibes, dude. Box speak hype. Uh, what's next? What's next? Final word. Final word. Mm -hmm. uh, the final word is watch box speak. <laughs> <laughs> and now you get your trademark sign off. Final trademark sign off is watch <laughs> box speak. What do you mean you let him out? Turned out to be a koala.